Hello, everybody. Uh, this is 30 and Still Gaming. I wanted to have this preemptive uh, audio before this episode. This is episode 67. Uh, during 67, we had major audio problems. I should say I had major audio problems. So I'm kind of keeping it in there as far as the joking and stuff that was going on beforehand. And then let me just give you a little backstory. So we had a, uh, a guest on, uh, Websky, who's been on before and also a co-host of mine on the Rages Roundtable on Monday nights. He was on the show, and for some strange reason, I could not hear both Sarge or Websky. Uh, and then I could hear Websky, and then I couldn't hear Sarge, and they both couldn't hear me, and nobody on the stream could hear me. So I thought it would be fun. Maybe some of you would like this, and maybe some of you won't. If you don't, you can fast forward, I would say, to about four minutes into the uh, actual video, or the audio, I'm sorry, uh, and then you'll have the actual show. Uh, the front of the show is basically cut off. We were talking to Websky about what he was playing, and that all got cut off because of the audio issues. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, we're trying to get all these up and on iTunes. So this is, again, this is Generation X, episode 67. Thanks. Hope you enjoy. two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Uh, I think it's about to um they can't hear you i don't know well let's see they can you guys uh, put, hit it hit it do it too if you guys can hear either me or sarge if you can hear sarge or webski press two if you can hear if you can hear 30 press one okay they're they're pressing two so yeah they can hear us if you know the podcast you'd like to hear press two <laughs> okay i always wanted to meet that guy the okay guy if you guys can hear me in chat hit the number one <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay, there's a one. That's there it is. One. Okay. Okay. Hit number now, two if you can hear them. With no echo. With, with, with no echo. We can hear all three. Okay. Did we get it? Holy we shit. Okay. God knows what's gonna happen now when I switch everything back to my stream after the show. Now that I've taken twenty-seven fucking minutes to figure the okay, fuck what's go. going on. What was it? I don't know. You got. You got to tell. You got to tell everybody. I, now. I, I, I literally just plugged this mic back in, and it's working. And I had to change the input oh. again because now it's the Blue Yeti. So, all right, fuck, fuck, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! All right. So, as the professionalism on the show here. <laughs> okay, Sarge, I can't hear you. I I, I wasn't talking. I'm Sorry. talking now. I. Can you hear him, Webski? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Are you <laughs> shitting me? I can't hear them now. Oh no. Are, are we shitting me right now? Are we <laughs> fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I can hear you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. <clears throat> Those of you that don't know what Generation X Gaming is, it's the worst <laughs> fucking show on the on Twitch right now. All right, that's what it is. 
Let's go back. You talked about Walking Dead. I missed it completely. That's fine. What did we What did we talk about after that? <laughs> Are we sure that everybody can hear us though? Is that I, everyone can hear us. I can hear you now. You know what? It doesn't really fucking matter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. All right. So, okay. What we talked about Iron Banner. Did you guys talk about Iron Banner? We, we talked little, about it. Yeah. We, yeah, we talked about it briefly. All right, so let's talk about the fuckfest of Iron Banner right now with the with the Rift again because I didn't get to talk about it. I played it. I played it about seven matches so far, and it's been a 80-20 split of I've been on shitty teams and it's been very frustrating to get anything completed. And then the other time is when I'm on an actual team, it's it's like devastating to the other team, right? Like it just you completely steamroll over all of them. So. What is your guys' experience with it so far that you that you've played? You probably already said it, but God knows I wasn't here. So, well, I'm gonna give I'll give Sarge some time to talk about it because I I skipped it completely. Like I haven't I haven't played it. You um, I, I want to do what you did. I want to skip yeah, it, but I want the yeah. damn scout rifle. That's my problem. Um, once again, it's it's a very very annoying thing to do in the situation that the game is in right now. They could have picked anything. I mean, they should have picked Mayhem Clash, basically, is what they should have picked. Because if you're not on a team, it's it's not fun, right? And because you actually have the ability not to get anything, literally get not get nothing, because once you pass the five... Right. Once you pass the five losses, you're not even going to get a coin anymore. And it is possible to get mercyed multiple times. Right. So it becomes a not fun, not rewarding experience that you're wasting time on. So it's it's getting a lot of salt. A lot of salt. Yeah, and the, and the problem is here. Here we are. I, I had a screenshot, but I can't pull it up. If I did that, the computer would blow up. So I'm not going to show the screenshot. So basically, I went last night. I killed 26 people. I captured four rifts myself. Okay, I was the number one guy in the in the uh, in the thing, and I got a fucking nothing. Everybody else got something. Everybody else on the team got something except me, and I was the number one thing. They still have not fixed. I feel like that happens way too often. Way yeah. too often. If I suck. Which is, I'm sorry, it sounds conceited, but it's really hard to do. I can't get lower than, like, the third on the fucking totem pole uh, overall, okay? And I, I, I get a whole bunch of stuff when I'm at the bottom of the list, but when I'm at the top of the list, I cannot get anything. That's my biggest pet peeve with this. Like, I know it's RNG, I know everyone can't get something, but when you're the top guy in the, in the whole fucking thing, it just seems really hard to me that you can't, you know, uh, get something. Well, doesn't that isn't that just an echo of real life? <clears throat> you're 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 expected to get something, you you produce nothing, and and you and you want the prize, right? Instead of you working hard, and doing the best for the team, and then you get no reward at all, it's sending a bad signal to the kids. <clears throat> I gotta say, right? It's sending a bad it's it's sending a yeah, bad signal not, to the kids. We're not uh we're not handing out uh what is it the participation rewards? Yeah, it's, it's uh, it, anymore. Right. This is Bungie needs to fix this just for the children. Just for the children, it's wrong. You you can't teach kids that if they if they do less, they're supposed to get rewarded. That's not a good thing to teach. <laughs> this is Richard Dawson, and welcome to Family Feud. There you go, comic. Yeah. All right. Um, the the other problem with the, with Rift, we talked about this on the Rages Round Table, but some of you that weren't there on the Rages Round Table, I'll repeat what I said. I think a good way of changing Rift is actually um, making where the where the rift appears, okay, is random around the map. It's not like on A side, it's not on B side. It shows up randomly on the map once the once the 
uh, it's captured. Whatever the what is the spark? Is it once the spark is captured, yeah. Um, and once it's once it's captured, it randomly appears on the map, and then that's where you have to run to get. And that makes everybody on both teams run. So it would do some sort of algorithm where it would be like if there's you know seven guys on one side of the map, obviously. Of the 12, it's not going to appear on that side of the map. You know what I mean? It's going to appear where the last day is, and then everyone has to move <clears> over <throat> as as it's, as it goes over. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that, that would be the best fix. Now, obviously, it's it's when it's moot because they're not going to ever fix it like that. They're going to leave it as is. So, what... no, but I, I like that idea though because it helps it helps the spawns too. We didn't we didn't we say that too in the in the podcast? Like yeah. it helps the uh... yeah it would it yeah, would stop it just, the spawn really... killing right? Yeah, yeah, and I think that that's a good idea. Plus, how like how much more intense would the game mode be if um you know that they made it to where the, the point is 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 constantly shifting and i, I feel like also the, the the important thing to note here too is it would also help like it would help the teams that aren't a team does that make sense it would help Absolutely. the people right. that aren't going into the game uh together because then i mean you can't really you you can't spawn camp you can't predict where you're going to have to go so it gives the other team that's, you know, a bunch of solo players maybe uh, not an advantage, but it kind of puts them, like, on a, a more equal playing field because, you know, nobody's going to know where the spark is or no one's going to know where the, you know, the zone is. So My question is, for both your points now, I'm trying to put them together. Now, if the riff spawns anywhere, doesn't that also make it a, a little problem where it could be a quick a quick rift score because someone might just pick up the thing and it might just be right there next to them? Or are the rifts on your side of the map? No, they would. And, and they're in a random on your side of the map in a random location. Well, and then let me add to that. Let me add to that. Are we putting in the are we putting in the spot that you guys are agreeing on where you can flip spawns? Is yeah, no, you could. Yeah, you could absolutely yeah. flip spawns. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It would. It would. Yeah, that, that would be. Yeah, I mean, technically, you could put it like where A spawns or where B spawns on any map, right? So when you pick it up, okay, I, I technically think they should have like three or four spots randomly where they show up on the map. It shouldn't be closer or not because it should always be on the outer edges of the map no matter where it is because the, the spark always appears in the center of the map for the most part, right? I mean, I think it always in the center of the map. Right, but you're talking about the yeah. spark, the spark appearing in this always in the same spot with the rift moving. You're not talking about the Correct. spark also. The, no, the spark out. always appears in the middle. That's not where because the problem that's part lies. Of the, right, that's part of the game mechanic. Yeah, to, yeah. to guard the spark. So yeah, you're that's, pick it up. yeah, that's not the problem. The problem where the spark is is fine. Like, there's no problem with the spark. The spark is the problem with it with rift is the actual rifts himself because where team A spawns, where team B spawns. If B's pushing on the spark and then they push towards A. They can constantly just stay there now and stop A from spawning. As soon as they, yeah. as soon as they come in, they're dead, right? Where at this moment, now if, if all of B push towards A and then they get the spark, well, when they spawn back in, now they spawn, they should spawn over on B side, okay? Because they've, they've completely collapsed A. And now where the thing spawns should be where they spawn on B, okay? So now the rift actually moves, you know what I'm saying? So it's a constant, there's not two rifts. Right? There's not your riff and then their riff. It's one riff that appears where once whoever picks it up. So if B picks up the spark, then it's going to appear somewhere on the map on A side where where A's spawn point is at that moment. Okay, And then they have to go towards that side. If B yeah. pushes on A and now the spawn gets flipped, 
Well, now the spar the the rift will be on the other side where A spawns from. Wherever A spawns when they're getting tr spawn trap, it would randomly put them in a new location to spawn in, and the rift would be there. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna throw the monkey wrench in because the way the way it's set up now, since they're spawn camping, if if I can flip the spawn, wouldn't that also cause the rift to also move? So now I have to go back down the opposite side. I can go back to my own area in order to score. If the if the riff won't appear where the guys are flipped the spawn, technically it won't yes, appear on your side. Technically, it would appear like if you if you're on B's team and you push on A and then you've pushed them out and now A spawning on B side, then yes, B would be attacking on B side. But that doesn't really matter because it's just A team versus B team. It doesn't really matter about sides, right? It, it yeah. would just be where Rift is. Wherever yeah, but is, is. Is, is all this hate really coming from the fact that you you just can't get the gun? I mean, I mean, was yeah. Rift this was Rift this salty before? I don't remember. I don't remember this much salt being thrown around for Rift. Rift well, Rift came, Rift got uh, hated right from the beginning because of this. Like, um, yeah, wish yeah. you luck during the charity stream that that Senator Rage brought up on the Rage's Round Table on Monday. Uh, said that he went twenty three and zero straight on the charity, or twenty four and zero. He literally steamrolled 24 teams where they didn't score one point, and they, he just mercyed them 24 times in a row. So it's always been like that. Like, if you have good players, they're going they're going to be able to push people back regardless of their skill level, right? Yep. Because they're just that good, right? And they're working that well together as a team. It's just not enjoyable when you're in solo, okay? If, you're, if you go solo in any other mode, right? Capture the flag, team deathmatch, whatever, you can have some fun. Even supremacy, right? In Rift, you go in solo, if if you're on a bad team, you are screwed. Like, you cannot do anything because no one's pushing up on the spark, right? They're staying back from the spark, and then the other team is just pushing up. And then you're just in a defensive portion, which is kind of stupid, right? Because you're not getting any points. I mean, you get points, but they capture the Rift. They get, like, I think it's like 500 or 1,000 points just picking up the goddamn Rift or picking up yeah. the spark. Where you shoot the guy with the spark, you get 300 points. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not... They either they either have to change the scoring, or they have to change the way the rift is 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 played in general. Yeah, but as it, I, but that's but that's the thing. You guys have been talking about you're talking about rift now for about a week now. My question is, how come this conversation never come up before? Has rift always been this way? Yeah, no, rift. When, well, yeah, when rift. I think I could be wrong, but wasn't when rift was introduced? Wasn't it introduced with Iron Banner? I'm sorry, say again. Rift was when, there when, from the from the, from the get. Absolutely. Rift, Rift was there yeah. when you first started. Rift, no, and, and no, no, no. Rift I came in I, uh, during Taken King. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is when it came in, didn't it come in for Iron Banner? Didn't no. they launch it? They no. didn't? No, okay. it, it came it came in by itself. And then uh, I would say like six months ago, they implemented okay. it into Iron Banner one other time. And everyone See, I hated remember it. The first, I was going to say, I remember the first time that they put Rift in Iron Banner. And the, the response was like so negative And... I, every, I mean, of course there's people out there that like it, but I'm just saying, like, from the wide consensus of people, like, the response was negative. And Comic, I, I wanted to bring up something he said in chat. He said, uh, you know, couldn't you just put, like, a um, like a five-second, uh, you know, like, respawn uh, protection or something like that? They And I thought about that for a while, but it's not it's not really going to help because all the uh, the only thing the team would do is just push back a little bit, but they'd still, they would still hold the spawn. I mean, right. there's no... You know what I mean? I think I think they would still they would still hold it. the teams that are good enough that are going in to play Rift are gonna are gonna be able to hold that spawn if they want to. Right. I mean, I just I don't think that that would really uh, solve the issue. Yeah. Well, once you once you've locked if you got a good team, once you've locked down the the sniper lanes and the yeah. cutoff and the choke points, 
and you you can see a match as it happens. You can see it happen. Yeah. So it's very difficult. It is very difficult. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> I'm not, I'm slowly playing it because I'm getting so salty when I'm in it. Uh, I'm basically going for the bounties, but even when you're done with all the bounties, it's not enough to get you to level five. Uh, it gets you to like three and a half, and you still have to get those wins. And if you're not on a team, it's just really bad. I mean, and I don't know if they're doing this, like we said on the other podcast, I don't know if they're doing this on purpose. So we really enjoy the SRL that comes out next week. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're like, oh, it's so bad this week. I can't wait to go play the, the new content. I don't know if that's the, the mentality. I think it's just in the rotation. It's I just think it was, I think it was just time. That's all. I don't. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody clicking a button anywhere. I think. I think it's just it's riffs rotation time. Right. Well, it was it was bad six months ago, and it's terrible now. I mean, it really is. All right. Um, let's let's uh, move on to another story, or actually, other game. Um, what other games are you playing? Walking Dead. Uh, any other game you've been playing, like offline? Um, Rocket League. <laughs> you you're still they, playing they Rocket League? The... Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, they came out with the update. Um, there's the new map. That's in space. Uh, they also came out with a new. It's like a space car, kinda. Uh, pretty cool. I mean, it's you know just maps and stuff. Um, but The Walking Dead, yes, I've been playing. Um, lots of people were asking me, uh, you know, why I was going back through it. I already actually played season one. I was just going back through to get my choices because season three comes out on October twentieth, and I wanted to try to be caught up to December that point 20th. so that I could. December. Why do I keep saying? October? I don't know why you keep saying October. I keep saying October. Yeah, December twentieth, <laughs> and uh, I want to be I want to be completed with those so that I can maybe stream season three when it comes out, um, and be like up to date with the choices. I got gotcha. you. Um, so, do you like do you like the yeah. Telltale games? Do you like those? Oh my games? gosh, yeah, I love them. I love a game like where I can just get so emotionally invested in the characters and just has a good story. Plus. For me, like it's one of those things where it's it's fun to kind of like sit back and and be relaxed and casual while you play a game, because you know there's not really like, you know you don't have to be on top of the controller, you don't have to be like you know being right. precise. With, it's not like a shooter. It's not like a you just get to sit back and enjoy a nice story. And I, I honestly like games like that every once in a while. They kind of put you at ease and and you kind of just get to you know enjoy a great story. If you haven't played them, they're amazing games. The story, I mean, they're really really good. And um, I've just it's just I've like change pace. Absolutely. It's yeah, just a nice yeah, change of pace. It is. It is. It really is. And um, I think they're doing something neat for, I wish I had known this, but for The Walking Dead for season three, when it comes out December 20th, not October, December 20th, <laughs> um, what they're doing is they're doing a thing where you can go in and you can actually pick the options. So if you don't have your save file from uh, either season one or two, you can go in and you can pick each of the choices and then boom, it'll it'll load it in for you. And then oh, you that's can cool. Play, so Yeah. I like that. This way yep. you're not missing out. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> now, I. It's funny because Telltale games they make. Are they really games though? Like they they're really just like they're like choose your own like adventure, ep like yeah, episodic yeah. television shows that you get to choose. You know the outcome. That's of... but, but see that's that's why I like it though because it feels it just feels different. It's a nice change of pace when you're when you when you're sick of right. battlefield or sick of, you know, whatever, just to get on and I played a lot of them. Enjoy. I played Walking yeah. Dead 1. I played uh, season 2. Uh, did you like them? I did. I did, I did like yeah. them a lot. I I've played um The Wolf Among Us. I played that. That's a great one. Life um, is Strange is, a, is another amazing game. I played that one. Yeah, I haven't played that someone, yet. Someone asked me that in chat. It's a, it's a good game. Yeah, I haven't I haven't played Life is Strange. I'm looking forward to I want to play Game of Thrones. Right? Yes, I yep. have the Batman Telltale that I want to play, and then mm -hmm. I also want to play the Borderlands. I heard that's the best one. I've heard the Borderlands oh, yeah? uh, series is the best one that they've they've done. So I'm looking forward nice. to that. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I just I just find it. Oh, and they, and they just announced Marvel, right? They're doing a Marvel one. Um, Are they really? I didn't. I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah, they just announced it at um, was it the PlayStation? I think they announced it at the PlayStation Experience. Yeah, the PlayStation Experience. Yeah. So yeah, so that those are good games. I'm looking forward to uh, hopping into a, a couple of those series. You know, once uh, the gaming dies down again, like what's coming out? There's so many games out right now that, that we're all playing. Yeah. Um, Sarge, what are you playing? Are you still playing? Give us the 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 update on your uh, Fallout series here that you're doing. Oh, I actually have been playing Skyrim. This last week oh, has been all Skyrim. I played, right. yeah, I've been right. playing Skyrim, Skyrim. Skyrim, Skyrim Remastered. Yeah, Full Mage. I'm playing Full Mage this time and actually role playing it. Is uh, it worth I'm, the Remastered Edition? Uh, as I said to Webster, are your eyes making the, love to the to the screen? Uh, well, I, I ran. I'm running a couple mods, so I'm running like the the bug fix mod, which takes care of a lot of the bug fixes that locked up the game. Uh, I'm running also with the Open Cities mod, which lets you just ride horses into the town. There's no load screens anymore. Oh, that's just cool. Kinda, yeah, so you, that that door, the, like leading into White Run, that that door is open. You just walk out, go back in. There's not like a load screen. So how does they how do they do that? How does a mod do that? But then the developers themselves can't do that. Um, I, listen, I like the fact that there are guys sitting around waiting for a developer to finish a game so they can fuck with it. I I I I really appreciative of them because they take the time. That the developers don't have time for, and and they're not selling it. They're just like, listen, this is better this way. And that's what they say. They say, like, this is better this way. I've tested it out. If you want to play it, play it. If you don't want to play it, don't play it. You know, there's also a couple of mods where uh, you can add in some extra people. Uh, there's one called Sophia, uh, Sophie or Sophia, depending on how you want to pronounce it. And uh, they they wrote in a bunch of scripts for her, and so she's very catty. And you can actually use her for a follower, or if you want to end up marrying her as as your wife character, or it's just it's they it's made a little... character and actually put it in the game completely. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, full character with, and no matter where you go, regardless of what town you're in, she's always saying something like you know the like the guard will say like, "Wow, let me guess, someone stole your sweet roll." Like when the guard says that, she's got something to say to the guard, hmm. or like they'll say like, "Don't do the magic in town," and she says, like, "I'll do the magic in my in your face." If you don't leave me alone, like that kind of thing. Like she interacts with the other people around you, which is kind of cool. That's um, wow. That's that's attention to detail for someone that doesn't it, work for Bethesda that did it on the their longer, own time is amazing. The longer yeah. it stays out, the better the mods get. Right. I mean, I, I, of course, I can do God mode if I want to do God mode. But what's the point of God mode? There's no fun in that. So right. I kind of like if I'm gonna do the cheat move, I do the cheat move that you can do in the game. Like I'm gonna craft the armor that gives me God mode, not just put God mode in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, listen, it, for twenty five dollars, I couldn't go wrong. Like when it came out for sixty, I was like, "There's no way I'm going to rebuy a game for sixty. That just doesn't make any sense. My brain won't let me do that." But for twenty five dollars, uh, the draw distance is amazing. It, it look, like I said to Webski, it looked amazing when it came out on three sixty because I I've played Oblivion and right. I played Morrowind. So in relation to those games, it looked amazing. Now it looks phenomenal. Like yeah. you, it's almost kind of like you think to yourself, "Man, why don't you guys just wait?" Like what? Yeah. Stop releasing these games mid mid cycle and just take an entire cycle to make it. You know the next game coming out, the next system coming out is going to be able to handle it, and then release it. Right. I, I think a game a game like Fallout and Skyrim should be the either the end of the system completely, or they should hang on to it and be the first game for a new system. They shouldn't wait. They they know how far they can go with the with the processing power. They know they know what the jump's going to be. It's not like the developers like, well, I hope you guys tell us what kind of core, core processor you have because <laughs> I can't make a game until you tell me. Like I don't I don't think 
I think that's a bullshit statement. Like they're not going to jump to the moon. They know about how far it is and what they can press out on. And look what look look what they did with the actual Skyrim game for the Xbox One. Like I locked it up. Like I knew I would. I always lock up a game. I can lock up a game regardless. Right. But it took a thing. lot more. It took a lot more to lock it up because it wasn't doing all the stuff it was before. I mean the. The, the the resolution when you see a guy like if you're if you like to be a hunter or whatever and like you're standing on the outside of the fort and you see a guy pass a window on the 360 it's a blur passing the window okay it just is it, it, at that distance it's a blur passing the window right in this you can actually see the silhouette of the guy walking past the window so it's like yeah the resolution the detail the frame rate everything is has been juiced so uh, for 25 bucks considering I'm not playing anything else because there's nothing to play you know. <laughs> Well, I mean, how, are the, uh, how are the how are the how are the mods though? You, you you were talking about the mods. How do the mods work on the? Because you're doing right, it on so the on the console, right? It's you have to read yeah, you have to read the console. detailed description. I'm on console. You have to read the detailed yeah. description. If you wrote too many mods, it's gonna fuck up the game, right? That's just the way it happens. There's certain mods you can run over on top of each other that they'll run pretty smooth. Like I run the weather mod uh, in the background as well, which like full blown blizzards, like you mm -hmm. can't see anything. Uh, not, not that the weather is really clear in Skyrim anyway, for those of you who've played it. Like, it's it's snowing most of the time. Uh, but there's just certain ones that kind of glitch the game out a little bit, which, you know, is understandable considering how much game-breaking stuff they're trying to do in-game. Mm -hmm. But I, I think for console, I'm on a console, and I'm running five mods, and the game runs great. I have no complaints. I'm yeah. running mods on my console. You know, right. how long did it take us people to say that? Yeah, yeah, you for know, real. True. Very true. Doing years. I'm, like, having, yeah, I'm having problems running mods on the computer sometimes. Exactly. So. Yeah. You. I mean, you run into that as well. I mean, I, me and my brother tried to load up, uh, you know, some mods for Skyrim, and we were having one hell of a time one time. Um, I think they use, it's called, like, the Nexus Mod Manager or something like that for Skyrim, mm -hmm. and and some of the mods that they were, uh, that I, we were loading up and trying to use, it was, like, it was making our, I mean, I have a pretty really good pc rig and it, i mean it was like making my fps drop and it was the game was just kind of unplayable so for the mods to be on console i think i think that's i think that's pretty cool especially if they're stable you know if they're stable and they're working correctly it would probably create for a really good experience well i would hope i would hope bethesda though puts the ones because they don't put everyone's mod up there right they only put the ones that are like the the best of the best right you can't just submit some crap in their in their in their store can you do you know the answer to that anyone I'm not sure how that works exactly. No. Say that one more time. Like, they, like for instance, like GTA, right? When you can put your tracks and build your tracks and stuff like that. Like GTA goes through and vets the ones that are good, and then says it's been promoted by Rockstar or uh, this one was made by Rockstar, um, and they promote the top of the top. So, can you, if I'm a mod builder for Skyrim, do you know if I can just make a mod and submit it and it's it's in, or they only take the the top of the top? From what I understand, originally everybody in the community could make up the track. How it how it passed was the fact that how many people played it, how many people responded well to it. They always can vote for it. There's a there's a little vote button if you like right. it or not. So it's just like GTA. And then Rockstar notices how that works. They well, no, play no. it themselves and then they give the final. Right, but like how, that's how Skyrim? How does Skyrim do it? Do you know that? I I don't believe Skyrim is. I think Skyrim is completely based on the community. Somebody makes the mod. They tell you what what to do with it. They tell you what the problems are. You run it. If you're having problems with it, you get to vote on the thing just the same. I got and you. when it goes when it goes into the lists, it tells you most downloaded, most most. So you uh, can you vote know. on the mods and oh, stuff yeah. like. Okay, absolutely. Okay. So it is absolutely. sort of like the basis of this of of GTA. All right. 
All right, well, one of the games I've been playing is uh, Division, the survival. I'm absolutely loving this thing. Uh, last night, I got into the dark zone, got to the extraction. I made a huge error. I was like, I got my, I got the, the anti-serum. I was like, let me run to this extraction because someone was already extracting, and that was the wrong move. I should have went to another extraction point uh, and extracted there. I was playing PvE, and when I got there, there was already two hunters, and then my guy showed up as a third hunter. We had to kill three hunters, and then other two hunters showed up. Uh, needless to say, I didn't make it out. I died again on the extraction. I have yet to extract uh, in in the, the survival mode uh, in the PvE. It's really hard. It's hard to do it. You have to have like the perfect build of guns and armor to to knock down what you have. I can just imagine how PvP is, uh, just how salty it would be with everyone else trying to kill you on top of uh, the actual NPCs trying to kill you. But I'm having a blast. Like, people are asking me, is this game worth it by itself? And I think it's $15 for the DLC, and I think it's $30 for the whole season pass. Now, if you're a person that's just getting back into this game, uh... $30 for the, for the game, I believe, and then it's another $30 for the DLC for the season pass. I say it's worth it because there's a lot more content there. Yeah, the underground, it's just kind of random, but it, it's more content. There is content there. It's randomly generated underground uh, missions that you can do in the game. Um, but if you just want to play the survival, it's 25 or 30 for the main game and then 15 so you're paying 45 For additional 15 you get one more DLC that comes out later next year, and then you also get all the DLC that's already came out this year so i think it's worth it i paid 90 dollars for the thing uh now you can get the exact same thing for 60 dollars, and that's 30 dollars cheaper so obviously to do the math it's actually a better deal so i would actually i would actually get that uh but it's it's a great game it, there's a lot more to the game that people think everyone's like well it's not destiny so it must suck ass well <laughs> it's 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 not destiny but at the same time there's actually i in in a lot of different ways i believe that division is a better game than Destiny, in the fact of the mechanics of the game, how you level up your character, how you can customize your character, how you can customize the weapons, on that aspect. Now, overall, obviously, Destiny is a better game than Division, and we shouldn't really compare the two because they're completely two separate games. But if you are going to compare them, I think Destiny 2 should take some, some notes from Division, right? Because I like the fact in Division... All the all the little uh, hideaways, the hideouts and stuff like that, are social spaces. And to get from one social space to the next social space, I can fast travel, right? Or I can walk my ass from one and go through the map and then get to the other one and, and play. So I like the instances like that, where obviously in Destiny, it's go up in space, wait two and a half minutes, then go back down to, to the planet, go into the tower... I like the fact that if I run into a if I run into a base in division, I can team up with someone right then and there, and then go back out into the regular world and start playing with a small group, two, three, or four people, anywhere in the game at any time to do any of the boss battles, any of the missions, and that's what I like about division. In Destiny, I can only play with three. To get everyone into the same thing, you have to go up to orbit and come back down, and you go in. Then there's only a certain amount of people that can to be in that area at one time. And the social space is not really a social space because there's only 16 people there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That to me, I, I just feel that they could do, I don't want to say copy Division. Obviously, don't do that. Make it better than what Division's doing. But I think they could make it better socially for Destiny 2. Uh, 
what division is doing now. What do you guys and think? See, the, the thing is, uh, to, just to touch on some of the things that you said, I mean, I, I feel like I feel like Destiny 2 definitely has the power to do all that. Um, but the thing is, like, because I, I liken the Division 2, like you said, where you can run, you know, from, you can either fast travel or you can run from um, right. objective to objective, and you could run into people, you can run into enemies. Um, I, I think that it'd be cool if you could do that in Destiny 2, but I think there's... I don't want to say that they can't do it, but I feel like there might be some limitations just because of the nature of the game with it being in space. You know, they're, they're, they're really just, they're, they'd really have to figure that out. Now, could you do like space travel? Could you do like stuff like that? Oh, that would be awesome. Of course, everybody would want that. I mean, that's what, that's what we all thought destiny was going to be. Right. right. You know, we all, that's what we all envisioned, you know, in the beginning. Um, so I'm hoping that we see some of that in destiny too, but the main thing that I'm thinking of here is the division launched also on pc okay so you have to take that into consideration considering the fact that the game came out it has a 60 fps it has you know whatever for pc if they're planning with the with the rumors that they're having and the leaks or whatever you want to call them let's just say that destiny 2 comes out on pc it's not confirmed yet but let's just say that it's going to these things have to be there like yeah. they like you have to have 60 fps you have to have more than just three people in a fire team. You have to, like, have these things. Like, you cannot bring a game into, especially the PC market. Like, you cannot bring a game into the PC market with those limitations. Like, even even when Gears of War 4, like, came out and, and they did that thing where it was play anywhere, I downloaded it and you run it on your PC and it, it ran like shit because they limited it to 30 frames per right. second. It's like you you cannot do that. Like you cannot expect your game to fly off the shelf on PC if you're going to have those limitations. You right. just can't. You can't right. do it. And and so I'm really hoping that the PC rumor is true. I keep hoping that. I keep hoping. Okay, it's, it's if they if they, I I think so. It's true. But if they if they keep throwing the word PC in there, that gives <clears throat> me more hope. And the reason for that is because they have to expand. And they have to have those things to make the PC community happy. They have to. If they don't, the game is going to flop. It's going to be terrible. Web, so you've been around a while. Have you yes. seen? Have you seen the number of games coming out for PC and how badly they flopped? A yeah. lot of games. Yeah, a lot of games that make a lot of promises like that. Now, especially if you're doing cross-platform, yep. they're trying to capture more of the consumer dollars by doing cross-platform. You know, that's the idea. We get yeah. it. Yeah. But if you're going to tell me now that you're going to go PC. And you can't give us just a fraction of what we get on console on PC and not improve it, then I have a I have I have a whole slew of questions for Bungie. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm I'm hoping, like, I'm hoping that that is correct. I'm hoping it's 60 frames per second. I'm hoping all the things that you say are in there. However, I have gone through now almost three years of Bungie promises for what this game was supposed to be. Right. Well, at before, this point, yeah. at this point, I don't. I, I don't you at this point I don't I'm not looking forward to anything I just want to see what you got. You want to I'm see it first. Yeah, I'm, not even thinking, I'm not even thinking anymore about what you <clears throat> promised because I know your promises mean are meaningless. What I want to see is what you're going to deliver, and if yep. it's another five hundred million dollar marketing ploy. And all and all I'm saying is the point that I'm trying to make. I mean, obviously we hope for these things, right? Obviously we want these things to come true and come to fruition, but the the point that I'm trying to make too is. That if they if they are gonna release it on PC and these things aren't gonna come, right? Then they're gonna have 
major oh problems. Oh my gosh, it's right. going to be major problems. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. tell you. I'll tell you exactly from what we've heard from the leaks that are coming out. If it's on PC and it's going to be open world stuff, we've okay. This. No, no, leaks. but no. What I'm saying is, if open world, well, they're leaks until they're they're proven true, right? They're they're not true until they're proven true. Yeah. Um, even Defiance did this well, right? On Defiance, you're on that you're on that planet. And there was multiple stations around the place, and you would drive your car, you would walk to the next location, there would be uh, social spaces there. Destiny, in my opinion, has to have this in the game. Has to have it. I don't care. You could have the same planets. You can have Earth. You can have Mars and Venus. You don't even have to give me new planets. You can just expand the planets that you have. How blasphemy, sir. No, no, listen. Blasphemy. Listen, no, listen to me. Okay, because right now we're only in Russia. Right? We're only in one fucking little space on the planet of Earth, okay? Where if they brought in Chicago, or they brought in Detroit, or they brought in other places, and you can literally take your vehicle, or you can take your physical self, and travel to that location, okay, on the map. So, if it, picture Defiance, picture D Division. A lot of Ds with these fucking games, right? So, <laughs> like, if you can literally physically walk to that location, that would make the game better. Like, it would be, it would just be a better game. Okay, and then when you go to Mars, there's like another five locations that you can go to. Not just not just like villages and not just the areas that we play in now. Brand new areas with each have their social tower spaces. So there's like five or six new social spaces, and then on each of those places have different guns and different things. And you know what I mean? Like if it's just like Division, if it's just like Defiance, where they had the game. I mean, that's the way these games should be. Where they're not MMOs, but they're MMOs, right? They are MMOs. It's just not the the a traditional MMO that we were used to. Yeah. So yeah. they they have to have this. Obviously they're gonna make other planets or hopefully they would make other planets. I just don't want to bring my expectations so high so when they, they come out and tell me that, you know, Saturn's not in the game, right? And I'm like, Oh well, there goes that. Fuck this game. You know what I mean? There's gonna be people like that. And yeah. I, I'm not one of those people. I'm just hoping that they change the game for the better where it makes it more of a Walking simulator, fine, whatever you want. But if I go from point A to point B and I can kill everything in my path from point A to point B, just open world, right? That's not including missions or side quests, just open world to go from point A to point B, from one tower to the next, I can kill whatever I want, helps me level up a gun, helps me do certain things, I'm good with that. You know what I mean? I would be happy with a, with a, with a game like that. And see, when, when you're talking about that, going from point to point, traveling from place to place, like, that's, that's where, like, the patrols could come in. Like, right. I feel like the patrols... The patrols are so Perfect. like absolutely yeah they're they're a good idea but they're not they're not uh they're not done correctly like if you if you made it to where you know you can scavenge the world and you can go out and explore and you can do this with more than freaking three people like how fun would that be like go out and, and like right. do make it make it to a point where like it's not just you're not just picking up like relic iron you're not just picking up like you know the stupid stuff on the map like you're actually doing something that that helps your character that helps your you know it helps advance the story that helps you know with the you lore asking, that helps with you guys whatever. are asking for you guys are asking for a first person warcraft is what you guys are asking for absolutely no i'm asking for a first person something. division i'm asking for a first person defiance these games have something already yeah. have already proven that they can do it in a game like this in an open world game where you can go freely wherever you want and go to different social points throughout the actual you know the actual map i now, just see here's yeah, go ahead. Go I was ahead. I was just gonna say here here's my thing though too, and I think this is important to note, especially with what you know McCluskey just said. But you got like you know a game like World of Warcraft, okay? That's on that's on PC, right? I mean you know how massive that game is, how much it's been worked on for years, how 
you know, pristine it is, you know, that they, they keep working on it. Now, what happens, okay, if Destiny 2 comes out on PC, okay, you know, even, even with the next generation consoles, you know that Bungie can blow that game out of the water on PC more than they could console. That's just a fact, okay? That's just a fact. So, will PC be held back because of console, or is there going to be a difference there? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, will there be more social spaces on PC? Will there be a, a, a much larger player base? Will there be uh, more, more maps, more places to travel, more whatever? Because you got to imagine, like, there, there's, there's a difference there between console and PC. Like, World of Warcraft, they're able to achieve all those things right. because they're on PC. Bungie is, like, the first to really pioneer something like this on a console. And Correct. So that's, that's a good decision they, you have to make, too. Are they? Listen, what what, what has Destiny what, done what, that what? Defiance didn't do? Why well, make it make it make it look pretty? <laughs> okay, well, that's fine. But what other, as far as mechanics and stuff go, I could play with two hundred people fighting one boss in Defiance. I could you know play what? with but six the, but people, they but they didn't have space magic. That's, that's but, but listen, the, the, I'm with you. No, but I see. I'm, I see. His they point, didn't have space I magic. See point. The, the, I, I do the, see your the point. Amount, the amount of of of, of flares and all the little flicks and all, all the little magic stuff that comes on the screen when multiple guys... Have you been in a match when it first came out and everyone was just throwing stuff all at the same time in, like, a room? How crazy it would get? It would actually lock up a little bit. So you, they can't have that many people with the space magic, okay? In Warcraft, you have all these special... Uh, World of Warcraft, you have all these special abilities and everything, but it's all mathematics behind the scenes. It does, like, an effect, right. but you don't see the effect on forever. And plus yeah. the fact that a PC can handle all that, all that resolution, right. all the, all that graphics. Exactly. Okay. So what are we actually talking about? Because you, you, you I'm with you guys. I want to see it. But now, if you're going to talk about the console that's supposed to come out, that's supposed to be, basically, it's a PC. Well, yeah, the and Scorpio. According, right. according, according to the rumor patrol, the the power of the box is supposed to be such of such as a low powered PC currently that we have right high now. End. No high end gear. It's supposed okay, to be sorry, high end gear. High end, high end PC, but it's still going to be at the Xbox price, which says to me that Xbox or Microsoft is taking a bath, a bath on the price point, right? So how are they, how do you make up for that? So we're going to make this badass system, so we don't have to worry about holding back games. Uh, uh, this this is this is this is the iffy part I'm with, man. This is the iffy part. Yeah. Well, every time they come out of the game, the first thing that they say is, "Well, we can't do it because the, this generation's holding it back." Bullshit. Well, real That's quick, bullshit. Tweaked asked a question or a little back in the chat. Said, "If Destiny Two came out for PC, would you play it on PC, and would you stop playing it on the consoles?" Webski. Uh, would I would I stop playing? Would I play it on PC? Yeah. Uh, yes, absolutely. So you're not going to buy the game twice, right? You're not going to buy it for console? Well, maybe down the line, but not initially, no. I would, if Destiny 2, if Destiny 2 came out on PC, I would absolutely get it for PC. Absolutely. No, qu no question. Are you worrying about losing your friends that you can't play with? No, or, but see, that's, PC. But that's the thing. I gain more people that I can play with going to PC. And, that, and that's why I would do it. I gain a lot more people that I could play with. You think so, so? That's yeah, yep. So Sarge, Absolutely. what about you? Would you would you play it on PC? Um, I don't I don't know if I would play it on PC. I'm much more comfortable with the console because the console commands and everything else are easier. I would have to have to get a brand new keyboard. I know I know the stuff I would have to do. Well, you could I, use a I, controller probably. You know what I mean? 
yeah, yeah but you're, you're gonna get destroyed by people with keyboard and customization mouse, a mouse a mouse yeah. in a first person shooter is un undeniably the best yeah. undeniably there's no controller that moves the same as a mouse does just yeah. does and then and, and god forbid they say it's cross-platform i'll laugh in their face yeah, that that I don't I don't see that happening either because you can't have especially with Microsoft, right? You got Microsoft PC, Microsoft Xbox. You can't have you can't have matchmaking there. You you just can't do it like that. No. That's just no, it's just not going to work. It's just not. I mean, unless they can somehow, you know, make it to where the the controller does some sort of thing as good as a as good as a mouse key. I just don't see it happening. Like you're you're gonna have so Very many hard. people complaining, man. It's just gonna be like a, a I mean, mess. let's let's not let's not uh, sell them short though. The gunplay in Destiny is by far oh, some yeah. of the best. It's, it's the best. Yeah. It's the best first person. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Now what if the they? Perk. Now here's this is really kind of going off the table, uh, but it's it's possible. What if they? What if they made certain events? Cross-platform, so like your raids, your PVE events, your, your PVE stuff events like that, would be okay. Like that, that wouldn't that wouldn't matter as much though, right? Because no. you're not you're not fighting against someone that has a mouse and keyboard. If you have a controller, you're actually playing with them. So like I can see that. Like what about raids? You know stuff like raids and uh, raid matchmaking, um, or you know stuff like that. Like I can see how that. I mean Rocket League does it now, right? Rocket right. League, you got. Um, People that play on PC. Well, and that's a car. That play on... That's a car rolling after exactly, a ball exactly. and not, not shooting. Not, it's yeah. nowhere near on the same scale. But I'm saying like it's it's possible. Like they could do it, you know. And I just, I don't know. I, I think for PVE events, I, I don't I don't see the problem with that. But will they do it? I mean, that's the question. So right. I'm well, I'm, a, I'm still I still I'm I'm a little confused on the whole part of what what our online servers can actually handle. Because when I play a game like Defiance and I was witnessing a hundred people, it was glitchy as fuck. And, and oh yeah, way, with all like, the explosions and stuff. When absolutely. you get to like twenty, when yeah. you get to like twenty or thirty people, it could handle it pretty well. But after after you reach a certain number, it just gets crazy glitchy because you can't tell where everybody is. It's just just a giant rubber band fest. But like, if if that's the case, it doesn't matter how it doesn't matter how great your your computer graphics are for multiplayer. Your your online is your online. There's not like we can have everyone's gonna have a T one line in their house. So like. What are they? What are they actually sitting down trying to figure out that that can work online, multiplayer online, and still have a very good feel and mechanic for the game? I mean, we know what they could do with a single player game. That's easy. Right. But what what are we doing when when you're talking about massively multiplayer? Now, I we all understand why they they broke it up the way they did. They know that when they hit the certain number of people on the screen with it, when everyone casting, it gets it gets it's it bogs down. It just does. That's why you have a 16 limit people on the on the planets. You got a 16 limit thing on on the on the uh, tower. I mean, they they and, and notice on the tower you can't do shit. Nope. Okay. You can't even punch a dude. You can't do nothing. Otherwise, we'd have, we'd all be sitting around the tower just throwing grenades and doing whatever else. They don't want you to do nothing like that because they're afraid right. of what might happen. Right. It would, it would if crash they did, the game. It would crash. It would the, crash yeah, it would the, crash the, the game. game. It's the it's the it's the way they they safe play it. So they'll make you think that it is it is super badass. But you know. At any moment, the game can break. We can break at any moment. So, to answer Tweak's question, would I get it for PC? It would have to be... I would have to get with my good friends. Because, yeah, I can play with anybody, right? But my actual friends, like Sarge and Dread and Lord and Milt, I would have to see what they're doing. Like, just like when I bought the Xbox, right? We all had to figure out who was getting what console. Were we getting PlayStation yeah. or were we getting Xbox? Now, I know a lot of these guys that I, I know don't have a PC... 
So for me to get it Destiny 2 on PC, I would be losing good friends and making new friends. And then then I would have to split my time between playing with them on a console and then with them on the PC. So it's not really night and day for me as far as, oh, Destiny 2 coming out for PC? I'm getting it for PC. It's more of, all right, what are we doing, guys? Because the reason I play video games, especially at my age, is because I stay in touch with my good friends that I grew up with. Uh, and that's what I play video games for, right? And now with Twitch, I play with them and to entertain people. But when it comes down to it, it's really about staying connected with my friends. And that's what the whole point of of me having a console is. Because everyone couldn't buy a PC and have all these games for PC. And that's where a console is really fun for me. So I would have to say I would probably get Destiny 2 for the console, Xbox, Scorpio. You know what I mean? Uh, when it comes out, but, that, but but that means you are buying a Scorpio. Oh, like you already have it. In, you have it in your mind. You're already. Buying, you're not going. You're not going to get the, the new PlayStation. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm a. Yeah, I'm. I'm an Xbox fan. I was a PlayStation fan back in the 2000 to you know to late 90s to the early to mid 2000s. And when I got my first Xbox, I, I was a fan of Xbox. And then when they came out with their online, their online was better than PlayStation. I had a nightmare of playing SoCom. Paid, yeah. Yeah, with SOCOM, I used to fucking hate playing SOCOM online, and I loved playing SOCOM, but it was such a pain in the ass playing online. So, and then when they came out with the 360 from the Xbox One, and then when they came out with the Xbox One, I was like, well, it's more entertainment than what PlayStation, because PlayStation at the time didn't have any television on it, didn't have any, all this other shit, it was just straight up for gaming. And I was like, well, you know what, I'm not just a straight up gamer anymore, I want entertainment, I want to put my cable box through there, I want to do a bunch of stuff. So that's why I got the Xbox One. And now Scorpio, if I can stick with it and play all my old games from the, the games I ever purchased for the last decade on the new system, then that's a no-brainer for me. Why do I want to pay for all that again on, on PlayStation? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I like the point that you made, too. I mean, you kind of got to see, like, who's who's going to be where, you know, when you get in for the console. I mean, I will probably buy it for PC initially right. and then get it for Xbox One down the road. But the thing is, like, like you said, you're almost... You're almost uh, if you're gonna go with like one or the other, you got to see which one your friends are on. Because if if you don't, I mean, you're kind of almost you're jipping yourself of a good experience right. almost. You know, like if you if you're not gonna be able to play with the people that you you know normally play with. So I mean, you just got to consider that. But um, I have a lot of people that play PC heavily uh, that that have touched on Destiny. They like the game, but it's not something that they kept up with. Right. But they've said like I'm talking about like ten over ten people. You know that have said um, if this, you know, if it did come to to PC, I would definitely, you know, I would definitely play it. So there's people in that boat too. There's people that you know aren't really big console players, but they said, well, if the game comes to PC, I'll definitely, you know, I'll definitely play it. Um, so I I think it's going to be a great thing. I don't I don't see it as competition. I see it as broadening the yeah, Destiny no. universe. I think so. it makes it. I think it makes it better all around. Oh, right, yeah. but a lot of people don't have the disposable income to be buying a new fucking system just because you got in a game. This is it's a big right, yeah. it's a big purchase. That's another, yeah, for, yeah. For, yeah. for a lot of people, it's a big purchase. Because what let let's just ballpark this. How much is a Scorpio going to be? Well, five. I think I think it's probably going to be five hundred. We're looking at five. Yeah. Four ninety nine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that and they're still taking right. a bath on it because if it's the top end PC and they're taking a bath on it, let's be honest. I have, but but they say it's a top end. But have they have they come out with anything? Have they shown no, anything? They haven't said anything. Top, top, listen, no. top end right now is not top end when the Scorpio comes out. Yeah, yeah. Well, tech, what the, what... tech is the only thing left on, on the planet. People is the only thing left on the planet. It is not regulated. Okay, be thankful that the tech the tech sector is not regulated. That's why you get the best of the best of this crazy shit every couple months. You get something more badass. Okay, yeah. because no one's regulating. Well, all right. 
So what do you think the top end is going to be by the time Scorpion comes out? Well, here they say it's uh, Phil it's Spencer. Flops, bro. Phil Phil Spencer <laughs> says it's going to be compete, trying to compete with high end PC rigs in terms of raw power and as such. Um, but it will have a console price. Now, if this is true, and they do take a bath, this is bad news for PlayStation because we the PlayStation Pro is out now, right? And it's it's struggling underperforming. It's struggling up against the Xbox One on certain games. Like Xbox One is being more stable and frame rate ish, uh, with frame rate than the, than the PlayStation Pro right now, right? So it's it's PlayStation must be shaking in their boots because they don't know anything about Xbox Scorpio. None of us do. Right, minus the minus the price. Let's say they come out and it's five hundred, five fifty, six hundred. Okay, let's just say it's two hundred dollars more than a PlayStation Pro, but it is a high end compete. Compete. It's not a high end machine. It's it's to compete with a high end PC. So, so an overclocked CPU, whatever, with with with, with a higher end RAM. Right. That, it, that's it, the only way you can do this kind of thing. Well, whatever. We but don't see, know. Top top end to them. Like uh, here, here's the thing. Here's the distinction too. Like what. What is top end to them? Right. You know, because like top, top, top end to me, like when it comes to a PC is like 32 gigs of RAM. Like top end to me is like a 6900K uh, i7 processor. Like that, that's top end to me. Like that's top of the line, like a, a GTX 1080, you know, like that's, that's top of the line. So if that Scorpio can't do what my PC can do, then to me, it's not top end. It's right. not high end. Can, what will it, will it compete? Possibly, somebody. I mean, yeah, somebody. Compete. No matter how you look at it, somebody's getting dicked. Somebody's yeah. getting dicked. You can't. You can't have a game that's cross-platform, like especially a game like Destiny, what it's supposed to be. And, and think and think someone's not getting someone's not getting scaled down. Somebody's getting scaled down. Right. Yeah. There's just no way. Yeah, you don't need and, a, and, and You don't see, need the 4K. The, you don't need the 4K for this. You know what I mean? Like four, no 4K, 4K. Okay, 4K isn't like 4K reminds me uh, of 3D TV. It. It's yep. just like I it's 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 one it's one of the things where like it came out, it was popular for a while, and then it dwindled because nothing took advantage of it. Right. And if you look at 4K, it's kind of the same way. The the the, the gaming the when it comes to the technology with the monitors and the TVs and stuff, they are way ahead of of gaming. Right. They are way ahead. They're light years right. ahead. Like not every game, you know. I know. I know. What is it like the the new Xbox Slim can do like the 4K? What is it like the Netflix and stuff like that? And, and that's and that's great. Like that's awesome. But when it comes to games, like it's not something that's mainstream yet, and I'm not going to invest my money into it until it's mainstream. Right. It makes it just doesn't make sense to, um, you know. So people that go out and buy 4K TVs or the 3D televisions, like why? So you can watch the three channels that are in 3D right. TV, like you know, check like out, what? Check out uh, Animal Planet HD. Watch, watch amazing. soccer. Watch soccer. Put on your glasses and watch the ball in in 3D. Like it's not it's not mainstream, and until it is. You know, there's no point in investing it. 4K is a little bit more mainstream than I would say 3D television is. But you know, then you got your, you know, then you got your virtual reality and stuff like that. And I, I still, you know, everybody in chat might hate me. You guys might hate me. I don't care. Whatever. But I still think that VR is 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 always going to be a small niche of people. I don't think oh. it's ever going to. I don't think it's ever going to take off. I like, can I can tell you don't watch scale. this show, Webski, because we we talk about this shit all the time. I say yeah, it's not coming. like. It's not it's not mainstream. And and until until it gets there, like Connect, even when Connect came out, I was like, wow, that is a fucking awesome idea. Like that's to to watch some of the games that they were doing, like, that's so cool. And then you get one and you play it, and then you're just like, No, I just kinda like my controller. You know right. what I mean? Like I kinda nothing, you know, it's nothing this. beats this. 
Yeah, nothing will ever beat that, and that's the until, thing. Until like, until you why? put the brain, no, but why? you put the brain net helmet right. on there, and yeah. I can move it by thinking. Until why? like until I can do something like the Assassin's Creed movie, where I can lay on a fucking chair, they can inject something in my head, and I can go <laughs> be in the game. That's when I'll be interested in it. But until now, I love my controller. Right. Right. Well, we um, always talk about VR on this. I said VR is going to have a place in concerts, sporting events. Like the video game awards that just and happened, porn. right? Video game market, oh, right? The video, the video VR market. When they, when you can take one camera, stick it in the front row of the Oscars or front row on the fifty yard line of a football game, okay, and then you can sit and at your house, pay for front row tickets to a concert, okay. And when I turn my head, I can see you know the good looking chick next to me that's actually live yeah. at the concert and yeah. the person getting high and the person screaming behind yeah. but i can literally just take myself out of it go get a beer from my fridge sit back down and go back to my virtual reality front row uh you know of the concert that i want to see or the fight or the boxing match or the wrestling match and think about that they could take one camera stick it in, in the front row and sell that a million times over for hundreds and hundreds of dollars for people to experience it where and all they lost was one guy's ticket one guy's ticket right that's right. All, that's all they have to do, right? They can put four cameras all around the ring, okay? And you can choose what side you want to sit on. The left side, right side, the, you know what I mean? North side, south side, west side. They charge that ticket over and over and over, over again. Over and over. And over Imagine. Again. Imagine how right. much money they will make. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's if, where if it's going to sell you, If I can sell you a front row ticket to any concert and you can just stay home, can you imagine how much money they would make? Yeah, and yeah. think about it because you don't even need a big you don't need a big television set. You don't need anything. You just and, that, and the thing it. is, and like like you said, the thing is, like there's no there's no uh, unavailable seats. Like if you right, if it, like I can I can pay for I can pay the for world can go to the concert exactly. The world. I can have I can have the same seat and the same experience that you could if yep. I put on a headset. Yep. everyone could be everyone. in the same seat, absolutely front row wherever you want to be. And that's the yeah. power of VR. That, that I will give you until it until it gets there though. It's there. I, it's there. Well, the video game awards for, did it this past concerts, last for week. Concerts no, no, no. It's there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's there already. They did it. But I mean, like, I mean, like on a like a like a uh, what do you call it? Like a in a mainstream way, like where it's it's like really there. You know what I mean? Not, not just for like a couple, you know, a couple things. I mean, right. I, that's where that's where VR is going. Video game awards. They were doing it. Well, yeah, the video right. game awards they and that's that's the awesome. Row. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was the first really person. It was cool. the first time they did it in a, in an event. They said, and they yeah. And it. if that becomes more common, like I can definitely see that being a thing. But for video games, uh, I think they got a while. Yeah, video games but... is a niche. Remember, I remember when I was a kid, they used to have the VR helmets. You used to get in that big giant red machine, and you put that big helmet on that was like the size of like your torso that you would stick on. You, you know what I'm talking? about? You remember, Sarge? You were standing. You were standing in the rings. Yeah. Yeah, you were standing in the ring. You, you, put, you put the glove things on. And you'd move your hands like the this. Giant, yeah, it was all vector. It was all vector stuff inside, nothing, inside the helmet. Nothing beats pushing a button. I don't want to do this. Uh, turn right. <laughs> turn. Yeah. Turn right. Like that's stupid. Waving your hand in front of a screen to try to make it turn right, or I could just take my analog stick and go. Right. <laughs> like, that's the difference between VR and 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 the virtual reality and shit. And then just look, guys. I'm moving. Not. Well, listen, eventually, eventually there won't be a controller anymore. It'll be your, it'll be, it'll be your thinking process that'll do it, your thought process. Right, but we sure. haven't got there yet. If, however, however, we, we've, we've come pretty far pretty quickly. The controller has adapted very quickly over 30 years. So I can't imagine in another 30 years what the controller will, would look like. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? We're not we're not we're not it's, doing it's like gonna be little, an anal it's gonna be jump. an anal probe. You shove up your ass and as it takes it, it takes <laughs> your like, oh, look at that. I can I can move it. Look, I'm clinching. I'm clinching. Right? Like <laughs> like it's it's gonna be fucking ridiculous. All right, moving on from from the Xbox. Um quick news for those people out there. There is a deal going on right now. Grab fifty percent off of Xbox One games starting at twenty dollars in Microsoft's twelve days. Uh, deal sales so check it out on your actual windows device or i believe in the xbox store they're giving 50 percent off of xbox one games starting at 20 dollars uh 12 days of deal christmas there uh another quick story i believe gamestop well it's a little late tonight but tomorrow they're giving you 50 dollars more if you're trading a console right now so if you're looking to get a new Xbox S. How much, how much am I getting a console for? Fifty dollars more. What are you talking they're, about? They're, they're giving an extra fifty dollars. So if you can, if you no, trade they're saying on top, on top of what the trading right. Value so is. whatever your trading value is, they'll give additional fifty dollars on top of that, and then and take, take, it ends tomorrow. Yeah, take, so take take advantage of that too, guys. If you're so looking wait. to get a, if you're looking to get a new system, because that's how I got I got a PS4 practically for free for doing that. So yeah. So I mean, I'm so basically I'm gonna get fifty four dollars. <laughs> my, for, I'm gonna get fifty-four right. right. dollars off it. the system. Right. right. I bet you that. I bet you this shit. You're telling me that GameStop's gonna no. be fifty extra dollars on top of what they're gonna give me? When, when this happened last time, on, when I bought my Xbox, I did it two years ago when I bought my Xbox One. Uh, I I left the store and I paid two hundred and twenty-five dollars for a brand new Xbox One with three games, um, with a trade-in of my Xbox 360. So. Like yeah. it, it's it's worth it. It's worth it if you if you guys are doing it. Um, let's talk about GTA Five real fast, right? GTA Five is coming out with another uh, expansion. Now I know people are like, "What? People still play that game?" There's a lot of people that still play the game because they've made a gajillion dollars off of it, and they're still making a gajillion dollars off of it, and they haven't released any paid content. They are literally making all this money off of shark cards, shark and, cards. And, and stuff like that. So yeah. they're coming out. I'm gonna read this to you now, okay? They're coming out with a new import-export build DLC, which goes on top of the, um, the Finance and Felonies edition. Yeah. So in this expansion, you're going to get special cargo businesses. Southern San Andreas is booming now. Okay, Another opportunity to expand and hold seas uh, all, across the, all across San Andreas. Okay, You have to take muscle cars and lucrative uh, specialty cars and try to capture them to bring them in. You like that, Sarge. Remember the list we used to do all the time through all the Grand Theft yeah, Auto that, that's games? The whole of, that's the right, whole point that's, of GTA. Find right, the cars. Right, Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft right. Auto. Yeah. So you get, you have, there's going to be new tactical uses, some brand new special vehicles. Uh, there's also going to be uh, new police and rival challenges from across the city. Uh, in addition, there's going to be new activities. Players will have access to new vehicles, warehouses, as well as expansions to exclusive office buildings and special vehicles. And they've added a massive exclusive uh, office garages, which hold up to 60 of your cars now. One, one garage holds up to 60 of your vehicles. You can yeah. customize it with decor, and it has a custom auto shop inside. Okay, so all this shit for free, and all the shit they've done for the last three years since the game came out. Does this make you want to play GTA 5 again? And if so, more than an hour? More than two hours? Is this something you could, like, dive into for, like, weeks? Or is this something that you're like, eh, I'll turn it on. I'll check it out. All right, I'm done. You want you want to go first on this one, Webski? Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. That's fine. Um, I For me, I mean, GTA, I, I bought it on console. I bought it on Xbox One. 
Um, and then I uh, upgraded. I went to PC for it. And it's actually really, really good on PC. Um, I love it. But is it a game that I can see myself diving like a ton more hours into? No, I mean, probably not. I, like you said, I'd probably, I'd probably get on with my buddies who are just goofing off to maybe see what the update is or see what it's all about. Get on, uh, fuck around for a few hours, uh, maybe for like a week or so, uh, do, do some of the heists or something like that. And then maybe hop off. I mean, I don't see myself pouring, you know, a ton of time back into it. The game, it's not that the game is a bad game. It's really not. The game is a great game. I love the game. It's just that there's so many other things that I'm really into right now. And it's just not, like, on my on my right. priority list. So. All right. So, real quick, before Sarge goes, what would GTA Five have to do to get you back in where it's, like, the main game that you're playing? Do they, do they have to oh, charge wow. for their console? Like, for the DLC? Or, like, free DLC. Like, what does DLC have to have for you to be like, you know what, this is the best. I'm going to play this for the next, like, six months. Damn, I don't, I really don't know. Maybe some some really awesome, fun game modes or just some, I really don't know, man. That's a tough question because I just, I just think it's one of those things where once you've, once you've kind of strayed away from a game, you don't really, you don't really see it as one of those things where, you're really expecting anything in the future. Right. So I think once you get to that point, you know, it's kind of like you don't really... So they couldn't do anything free for you. You would have to pay for DLC to, to, to get back in, into it. Isn't that crazy, though? Like, let's I, I know. I'm, 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 I'm leading it. I'm leading the question. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, though, because, like, if, if you were to say the same thing, but for Destiny, I could list you off a million things that I'd want. Right. But... It's funny because, like, here's a game that's giving you free shit, and you still won't play it. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. It's it's strange. It, but... is, it is very strange the way we think. We're, we're like, I don't want to play free content. Free content's okay for an hour, but give me that yeah. $30 content that I can bitch about for the, for the, for the next, next five right, months. Right, right. Yeah. Well, the whole, the whole thing about a DLC, originally, originally, the DLC was made for a game. Because it brought you back to the game after other stuff's come out for a reason to go back and revisit it. Okay? Now it's a guarantee. Like, you need to have the DLC. I need to have this. I need to have that. I'm still amazed at GTA. Because I, I, there's no, there's, I, once again, there's no real, like, venue for me to go online and be like, what games are people playing and actually have real stats? Like, just real stats. I would think Microsoft would do it by now, that I could just look something up and see how many people are actually still playing the game so I know if it's relevant or not. But for GTA, it's such an engrossing, multi-leveled story. And the way that the missions were, were set up in GTA, you visited different regions in the world until you, got, until you visited every area there was possible to, to visit. That's what it was. You, and you explored the entire area. Now... The whole online thing was just for shits and giggles for people to play in the world sandbox to go ape shit. Let's get a crew. Let's do heists. Let's do car runs. And you're just, you're, it's basically chaos. You're, does anybody, is, is, for those of you who have played GTA 5 multiplayer online after the first six months of the game was out, it was basically just pandemonium. Yeah, yeah. You would have people, we would even do the same thing. You would have people basically calling hit squads on different people. And then trying to capture uh, either drug deals or, or or busts, and then at the same time calling hit squads against other people. So basically, the town was just full of just it was Red Dead guys Redemption and trucks. all over again. 
yeah. guys in trucks trying to shoot everybody. You didn't know who was shooting at who. It was it was, it was beautiful first, but the chaos gets boring after a while because there's no real point to it, right? So they made the the, the misdemeanors and felonies. What was it? Financial, whatever. Where you you can run a crew. Now the way that that worked. Right. If you and I were gone and we're in the world now, the world only holds 16 people. You and I are in the world. We're in our crew. More people would get online like, yeah, we're in this world. Why don't you come in? So you had people that are in the same world as you doing the same jobs. So if I had more people coming into the world that were in my crew, I'm going to start taking control of the city, right. which means I can start doing more jobs because I don't have to worry about other people stopping me because the I. 60% of the server is my dudes. Right. And like, that's how you kind of looked at it. People didn't get that part of it. They were like, I can't do anything. Every time I try to do something, I'm dead. Well, you weren't in the crew big enough. And they just kept waiting for their people to come in one right. at a time, one at a time. So like 15 out of 16 people in the server are all in the same crew. So we could do any job, right. any mission, any whatever. But once again, it gets saturated. The game gets saturated after a while. There's no reason for you to go back. So when they keep coming out with this other DLC, I just, I can't even believe that GTA is still relevant. Like, I'll, I will definitely <laughs> go try it. It's free. Right. Right. Yeah. If, it, if I'm not paying for it and whatever marketing ploy they have going on that the shark cards have been raking in the cash since the game first started is fucking unbelievable. They're, they're making, they're <laughs> making more money with shark cards than they did with the actual launch of the actual game. That's crazy. That's genius. So... So what would they have to do, Sarge? What would they have to do to get you back in GTA? Paid content. Paid content. There's a few. There's a few tweaks that you can do, but I think I would much rather just wait for the next one. Give me another world, or let us go to a different city. Do remasters of the other games and something else for me to explore. So because if you listen, if you make a DLC paid or not. And the DLC gets deeper into the areas of the city that you haven't been before, and it gives you a relevant content for the reason why to go there. Then I think it'd be it'd be good. Like buildings are finished being constructed. Maybe some buildings yeah, get right. blown down. The city face changes a little bit. Maybe during one of the DLCs, it's a, there's a gang war and there's more fires or something in the city. Like something that would change the environment. Something that makes you feel like that something else is going on. But if it's just the same sandbox with some other stuff thrown in. You, you need to have purpose. There right. always needs to be purpose in the game. Otherwise, there's no reason to do it. I think, for me personally, they can give me all the free stuff they want. It's just there's other games that I want to play. And I feel like no matter what they bring into this game, it's the same rehash of what you've already played in the single player right. or not. I understand that the, the finance and felonies uh, is, you know, you start your own crew and blah, blah, blah. But you could technically do that in the very beginning if you really wanted to with just the four or five people in your group that you're always on and you always do the same missions and, and the bank heists and stuff. So for me, it's not, it's not a, um, it's not appealing. Now, if they charged me $30 for the new DLC of Vice City, Right, and it was in a completely different new world. Even though it's the same world I've already been in before, but now it's on the new uh, new console, and now I could do all online jobs and all stuff in that new city. I'm all about it. You know what I'm saying? I know they're not going to give it for free, but I would be inclined more to to pay for that for a new for a new area. Basically, it's the same old area, right? We're we're tired of going to Mars and Venus and Destiny. I'm tired of being in San Andreas after three years. <clears throat> all right, so that's a good. I just wanted to touch base with that real fast. All right, we're not going to go over the the show. We're stopping at ten o'clock, even though we had a half hour of just fuckery of of, <laughs> of, of sound. But um, what I want to talk about: <clears throat> there's ten biggest stories, most controversial stories 
of 2016. We're at the end of the year here. Okay, there's been a lot of stories. Gaming news, right? Gaming All news. gaming news. It's the 10 okay. biggest and most controversial gaming news stories in 2016. So what I want, I'm going to ask both of you, you tell me what story, and I'll tell you if it's on, it's the, on list. the list. Okay, the and list. if it is on the list, I'll tell you what number it is, and we'll, we'll kind of go over it again, you know, just to refresh now, is, people. Is it, is it one of those things where, like, number one is the no most cheating. controversial or... Um, yes, yeah, so it's... And then 10 is... Okay. Right, 10 is the least, and 1 is the most controversial thing that happened. Uh, chat, don't put anything in, in channel until they make their guesses. Make... Oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. We, we already got a couple. My, I, I know I got my couple. You go Well, first of all, we're not going to talk about No Man's Sky because we know that's number one. Because yeah. they never shut okay. the fuck up about it. Yeah. We know that's on. <laughs> okay. Uh, I would think the other one would probably be... Now, you're talking about anything with gaming news, right? Just really controversial stuff in gaming news. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with, um, GameStop's issue with, uh, retro, the, the fact that they were buying back GameStop retro games issue. and then breaking them and then trying to resell them to other people on their own eBay, on their eBay, uh, store. I am sorry. That is not on the list. Oh, that's <laughs> a good one though. That is not <laughs> on the list. Over to you, Webski. What do you think? I, I got a couple um, here. I remember the one time. Okay. Was so... I'm pretty sure this happened in 2016 if my years aren't running It could be together. good news also. It doesn't have to be bad news. Just controversial okay. news, right? What about the one – what about the big uh, the big thing about Hideo Kojima uh, getting fired or leaving the company? And then... that's, that's a good one as well, but also not on the list. Oh, wow. Okay. Bullshit. See, I, I like this. I like this. I, Bullshit. I, I like where your guys' brains are going. But this, So back to okay. you, Sarge. All right. So what about, what about the one where – um, Bethesda says they're not going to give out uh, games anymore for testing for for reviews. That is number nine on the list, right? So, Beth yes. Bethesda, but that don't look them up now. Don't I see you guys not, trying to look stuff right up? Here. Don't, look, don't you look them up? Here. I'm not looking okay. It's black so, screen. those of you that remember Bethesda, this is actually pretty recent. This is like a month old, month, two months old. Uh, they want to change the whole review process. They're not giving review copies out. Um, before anybody, they have to wait for the game to come out and then, you know, get it. So they always talked about that it would hurt the, the game sales of week one or day one, but really that's not a real big thing anymore, right? It could be week two and then you look at your sales numbers. So yeah, that was number nine on the list. That's one point for Sarge. Go ahead, Webski. What, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think? Oh man, I gotta think. Okay. These are tough. These are tough. Um, we I don't know if this, I don't know if this one is, I don't know if this one's on there. But I know that they were having some real like major problems with when they when they came out with the the um, Xbox One controller, you know the Elite controller, whatever they came out with. They were doing a bunch of recalls and you know, people were pissed off and demanding money back. That is another good one, but I'm sorry, uh, that's not that's not on the board there on the Family Feud. I'm sorry, that is completely wrong. Um, so right, that, that's not up there. That's a good one right, though, so, man. You've got right, two good ones <laughs> that are not on the list. All right. This one's got to be there. Pokemon Go causing all kinds of problems with children running to the streets oh, for pedophiles. That's, that's gotta Pokemon be on there. Go's got to be in po there. Po Pokemon was number two on the list. Our, the thing uh, is that it, the thing was the largest game ever, <laughs> ever. Yeah. The, the rise and fall on anything ever made. It was the most selling game. It made a billion dollars. <laughs> it was absolutely ridiculous. So Pokemon was number two, and 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 I called it. It's not even around anymore. Like, 
No one's walking no one talk, in the. No one, about yeah, no one talks about it anymore. It's not on the news anymore. It's not. Yeah. So, back to you, Webski. Oh my gosh, I don't know if I have one, man. I'm. I'm this fresh actually, out. We, this we, is t- tough. We talked about we we talked about one of the things in the list on today's show. Oh gosh. Um. It starts with wow. an X. <laughs> is it the the Scorpio? It is Scorpio. Okay. Yeah, it's number eight. The reveal. The reveal. No, it is. It is a. It was controversial because it was when it happened. You know yeah. About it. No, no. It's it's it was controversial because we're like, wait a minute, another system already. Like that was that was the thing, right? And then they didn't tell us anything about it. They just showed it. It's the greatest, next best thing ever created since sliced bread. But no one knows anything about it, right? So. It was it was controversial when it, when they showed it at E3, and then PlayStation seized up their asshole and was like, "Oh shit, we can't talk about our we can't talk about our new PlayStation. Delete, abort, abort, abort. Get that get that machine out of here. You're gonna you're gonna have to go through these, man, because I can't think of a lot of controversial, either good or bad. Those are the ones I had in my mind. They're done already. <clears throat> okay, just start uh, just start right, at number ten. So, so number ten, number ten is the genitals in Watch Dogs Two. What? Yeah. So the genitals. Yeah. This is controversial. The genitals. Yeah. Let me let me bring this let me bring this up on the on the screen. Let me see if I have I've it. Never male genitals even... or male genitals. Uh, so this is what it shows on the picture. It says Watch Dogs Two genitals. It's a girl. Uh, I guess she's a transvestite. I don't know much about the story. Oh, here we go. Okay, so one of the most hilarious, controversial uh, befall video games was Watch Dogs 2 when it was discovered by a player that a certain NPC has been designed without underwear and with a fully render- rendered vagina. So there you go. Oh my gosh. The player then shared the discovery with the PSN network and Sony banned, uh, Sony banning them from the service as a result. So these it's people, in the game, but he got banned? He got banned. So there you go. Uh, a few days later, it was discovered that they were more examples of the nudity in the game, both male and female, and the bans uh, introduced by Sony in order to prevent people from sharing the content resulted in Ubisoft eventually covering up their NPCs while Watch Dogs 2 was an immature rated game. So there you go. There is number 10. Well, needless to say, genitals in a video game is not, like, news. I just, I never understood the whole thing about, like... If a girl's playing it, she knows what her parts look like, and if a guy's playing it, he knows what his parts look like. So, at this, how young are they? How young are they playing the game that they don't know what genitals are? Right. Why did mom and dad buy them that game? Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I just don't. I just don't get it myself. When when you come to, uh, are like, oh my god, I don't want my kid to see his penis. Well, he's got yeah, a penis. Was, he's actually got a penis right on his body. People were buying Grand Theft Auto for their kids that were too young. That was controversial. Yeah. That and then, then the the coffee code where they were hot having coffee. hot coffee. Yeah, dude. Coffee. When I when I worked, uh, I was selling GTA when I worked at GameStop, and to see all of the ignorant parents that came in, and when you when when especially for GTA, but uh, games that were mature like that, we had to flip it over and read. Okay, you know this is in it. This is in it. If they were with their kid, or yeah. And some of them were with their kid, and I'm sitting here saying like sexual, like pornography, like nude, like drinking, like alcohol, all this, and they and they just, they right. just buy it. Like they, they don't even react to They're it. Like, yeah, like whatever. Holy shit! All right. These are like tiny kids, man. Like I'm not talking like, you know, I'm not talking like 14, 15 year olds. Yeah, Ten. I'm talking like, yeah, yeah. It's just nuts. Yeah, comic used to work at a GameStop, and he says 
The answer is 99.9% don't pay attention to what they buy their kids. They're just like, ah, yeah. oh, my kid wants it. My kid wants it. How about how about the um, the strike for voice actors? Nope. That's controversial? Nope, not on the list. Uh, right, well, uh, let's have number eight, then. No, number seven. Well, eight was eight was the um, the Scorpio. Nine, nine oh. was Bethesda. Eight was Scorpio. Oh, seven is the Tracer pose. Oh, yeah, Tracer. Now, I don't Apple understand. Watch. I don't understand why this was so controversial. I don't either. Because Widowmaker's ass is much more sexual than, yeah. than Tracer's. <laughs> so, I don't... Uh... I don't understand so why that was. Is it bare ass deal. or just a firm ass? What are we talking about? Um, on the screen, it shows they had to change her pose. Basically, her ass is eating her her pants. They're just really tight pants, right? So she's got a she's got a booty. She's got a, so she's like, got, a, so like a front wedgie or rear wedgie. It's a it, they, the pose that they did was her ass towards the the actual uh, screen. Oh, like she's looking behind her. Yeah, like that kind of like, yeah, like a yeah. model pose. You know what I mean? Like yeah, regular. Yeah. yeah. So but like, why is why is I don't that play Overwatch? Don't want everyone get crazy though. on me now. Why is that such a bit? Why was that such a I don't big know. deal, though? I don't. Especially since there was Overwatch porn on the internet all over the place. Yeah. But yeah. this, this was the problem right here. Uh, because her, the children. Right, the children. The children. Bro. The children. The children. Yeah, anytime yeah. anyone has a problem with anything, it's immediately the children. Yeah, I guess. Uh, <clears throat> number six was Infinite Warfare's negative reception, which is number Just two. Just the trailer. Number just two, trailer, right? Trailer, just yeah. just the trailer. <laughs> trailer. Number two, it's the worst or the second most disliked video on the planet, <laughs> next to like Justin Bieber's one of Justin Bieber's songs, I believe. Songs, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Um, this game got so much shit, and now actually, while we're talking about this real fast, uh, Santos sent me something that said that Battlefield, as of right now, has actually dethroned, uh, you know. A Call of Duty from the top spot in this in this in this genre. So in this, in this cycle, right in this, in this cycle. cycle, first time in its existence that it's actually sold more than than Call of Duty. But Call of Duty's only been out for a couple weeks, and obviously first it's got two more. It, right. Well, are, are, they have to count. They have, they have to wait till the end of the year for all the Christmas sales, right? Because that's when everybody's getting the games anyway. That, that's when the younger kids are getting these games. They don't get them the day one, especially when it's this close to Christmas. The the pro gamers and the guys like us, we buy stuff as soon as it comes out. We don't wait for Christmas. Right. We just yeah. buy. Right. right. So we'll we'll see if after the Christmas, then Call of Duty is still ahead. Then we know for a fact that they've been dethroned. Well, I I just think. I, I called it, and I said that this game, Battlefield, was going to beat Call of Duty this year. I, I did say it. Yes. But at the, at, the, at the same time, we can't ever compare these two games, right? Because I've also said that every single map in Call of Duty fits on one map of Battlefield, right? Yeah. I mean, that's right. just... there's no, And there's vehicles, and there's planes, and there's... You know, there's, there's everything it's in Battlefield. Battlefield. It's Battlefield. So you really can't compare the two, um, in my in my opinion. But... Everyone loves to compare them, so let's compare them. Battlefield has actually won this year against Call of Duty so far. <clears throat> in opening day, in opening weekend sales, they've actually beat them as well. All right, so number five. Now I didn't, I didn't know um, this was a thing. Boulder's Gate depressing uh, conversary, like the conversation that happened in Boulder's Gate. Now, um, Boulder's Gate. Boulder's Gate. Yeah, Boulder's Gate siege. Uh, released earlier this year to a positive critical reception, but soon users' reviews were flooded with negativity. Why? Because the developer of Beamdog introduced a transgender character into the game. 
Here we go again with the transgender stuff. So people, can we just leave, we just leave people alone? Don't so, worry about it. So people got upset about it. it because they put a transgender in the game, and that's what made it controversial. So that was number five. Controversial. Uh, number four. Another another console. We're on number four already. We're on number four. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, Nintendo Switch revealed. Playing a coma. Right. What's Nintendo Nintendo Switch is revealed. Um, what you make of this game with the tiny little controllers that you can. You know, do crab fingers with when you actually play. We're all looking forward to that. My controller. Yeah, we're all looking forward. To that. Are you? Did you get a, a preview copy there, Sarge? Is that is that Look a Nintendo this, Switch? This will be my claw hands trying to play that. See right that's now. that's the whole system right there. Sarge knows somebody. He got he got he got one early. Um, what do you guys think of of this? So like everything that we know about it, right? Here's one more thing. They say backwards compatibility. It actually might play. Might this is a might might play GameCube games. And my question to you is, why? Fire. <laughs> Uncle Nintendo's lying to you. Why? Yeah, I don't I don't know, man. That seems kind of I don't know. I I I have I've strayed away from from Nintendo ever since uh back in the day when they started When you graduated. Yeah, when I graduated. Yeah, that. Right. And they were they weren't really friendly to like content creators and and you know the world of like Twitch and and stuff like that. They just weren't really accepting of it. And I kind of just I kind of just Uncle Nintendo. Ship after Uncle that. Nintendo doesn't want their image ruined. Yeah, right. I right. just I just don't have any 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 interest in it. And I've never been a handheld portable gamer. So this uh, is definitely not for you. You're no. not you're not you're not getting a Switch. No way. Okay. No way. Sarge, what about you? Are you going back to Nintendo after all these years? <laughs> that that system will never enter my hands. Yeah. Ever. I, I might buy one on purpose just to hang on to it to resell it later. But otherwise than that, nope. Okay. I, I don't I don't need a handheld game that's going from place to place with me. And by the way, I got news for you people. Three oh. hours tops. Oh, that's another Three story. Three hours tops. The five they said five to eight hour battery life. Bullshit. I call yeah. bullshit as well. Bullshit. My phone doesn't last idle. My game's on idle. Webski says right, idle. Right. Yeah. Sitting idle. on in the corner. Yeah. Five to hours. Eight hours now, plugged do, into the wall. What I do want, what I do want and what I would pick up is the NES. Uh, classic, the one with the preloaded thirty games oh, or whatever. Right, right. That I would get. That seems fun. I could play. I could play that's some Co-op Mario that's... with my brother. Yeah, but why don't you? That, no. Why don't you just play so that? You just play it on later. Yeah, you can you're play, gonna it on play that little box. Play it for yeah. ten for ten minutes, and you're like, "What the fuck am I playing?" <laughs> you, you, I, I, I will give you fifty dollars if you can play one but of those games. The, it's got the classic controller. All the way and... <laughs> saying, "I can't do this." Yeah. Shit. I can't do. I'm it. the same way. I'm, I'm probably gonna buy one. I'm not looking for it for Christmas, though. Like, after Christmas, we'll probably pick one up. I'll probably have my son play it because it's a side-scroller for most of the games. And it's simpler because it's a D-pad. It's not an analog stick. It's, it's only four directions. You know what I mean? So that might be something interesting to introduce to him. Like, I got introduced when I was a kid. Uh, but other than that, I my brain can't function at that capacity anymore when it's when it's so simple. Yeah. You're, you're, trying, to, you're trying to tell your brain... This is what you're trying to do. You're trying to tell your brain that this is fun. Right. And your brain is going to look at him and be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was just playing Destiny like a day ago. What is this garbage on the screen? My, my brain just doesn't even respond to it anymore. Like right. five ten minutes. I've done I've done the original Zelda. When I do a retro game, I do it a couple times a year. I play the original Zelda. I get to maybe level four, 
three or four, and I'm like, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I, I can't. Do you know can't. people can build, be, beat Zelda in the time that you got to level four? They, they know how to get to the actual through the whole game. Congratulations. <clears throat> yeah, I'm just, I'm just letting you know. There's people. Uh, number three, the Counter-Strike Global Offense Gambling Racket. That uh, they were, you know, oh, yeah. yeah, the YouTubers oh, owned, the owned yeah. yeah, CS:GO Lotto, yeah, yep. yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was a, that was amazing. That was a big one. I can't believe I forgot that. Was that. Genius. Well, see, that's just yeah. the thing. Everyone forgot genius. about it. Let's see what's. I don't know what's happening about it. it that I was, was only say, back in July. Even, that was back in July they, when they it got happened. like a they got like a slap on the wrist and and that was it, man. Like really, that's they, it. Yeah, they. I don't think anything happened to those guys at all. Hmm. I really don't. Yeah, the story doesn't say anything. It just says, uh, wow. That's sad. That's sad. Yeah. Nothing happens. We already went over Pokemon 2 is number two. And, of course, the number one. Drum roll. Uh, <laughs> number one is No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. If you guys didn't that know really, that. That the, really was the biggest one. This though. is my favorite uh, pose of him in every, in every, <laughs> in every, YouTube, in every YouTube thing. He's like this. Oh, the... Uh, <laughs> What's his name? Um, Chris, right? Is Sean, Sean, Murray. Sean, Sean, Murray. Sean, Sean Murray. Okay, let me let me ask you guys a question real quick. I, I'm just curious because I really want to ask this. To I'm both straight. Of you. <laughs> <laughs> to both of you, okay? Check this out. Tell me, tell me what you think. There's a lot of people, okay, with this whole debacle with the No Man's Sky thing. There was a lot of people that's, that defend Sean Murray and say, no, he didn't really say those things. If you were expecting that, then, you know, you're, you're part of the problem. Um, he didn't really lie about stuff. But, and then, of course, there's uh, a bunch of people on the other side of the spectrum where right. he was like, like oh, anything. they said there was going to be co-op. They said there's going to be multiplayer. They said this. Where do you guys kind of lie on that? Like, how do you feel about the situation? What was said? What wasn't given? You know, stuff like that. I'll, I'll go, you go first. Go ahead. You go first. Their company and developing team was too small. Okay, for them to be blamed, for them to be blamed entirely. They were looking to get noticed. They had a good IP. Mm -hmm. their publisher or whoever else was behind them made them do things that they did not want to do because they had more control over them than they than they wanted. So if you notice in every interview that Sean Murray has, says, he never outright says it's going to have this, but he never denies it. Yeah. Okay, that, that was his whole shtick the entire time. He never outright denied that it wasn't going to be there because he was told not to. Yeah. Okay, because they needed to have all those little pieces that they thought was going to be there in there as the marketing took place. Who else? Who else was on a talk show advertising a game? Who else? If you if you noticed, if you noticed when he was on a show like a talk show and they showed clips of it and then they answered questions or asked him questions I don't know if anyone's ever been put in that position before, but when you're put in front of people and you want to get one shot of speaking, someone asks you a question, and if you say nothing, you look worse than if you say something, right? So yeah. in, in, in television and film, if you say something, you can always kind of redact what you said, right? But if you don't say anything, people just jump on you going, oh, well, you know, blah, 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 blah. When he showed his game himself at E3 and other places, when he physically showed the game, they never showed anything that everyone said that was in the game. He only showed exactly what we got in the game when it launched. He didn't get into space and have, like, formations happening or anything like that. Now, the trailers and stuff, 
that they showed on the talk shows and the different um, PR videos did. But when he talked about it himself and showed it himself, it didn't have any of that stuff. Now that was his way of that was way of, that was his way of being truthful to himself. Right. So now, where I stand on that is, I I took the assumption because I was a big believer of not believing in this game up until the point it came out. On the show every day, I was like, what is this game about? What is this game about? We know nothing about this game. We know nothing about this game. What is this game about? And then I waited until it came out and other people were playing it. And I saw what they were doing. And I went, you know what? That seems interesting to me. I'm going to purchase it. I didn't get mad because I got dicked after the fact. I put in 56 hours of that game of what it was when it came out. I enjoyed my 56 hours of when it came out. I wasn't upset that it didn't have multiplayer. I wasn't upset that it didn't have the space combat. I wasn't upset for what I got my money's worth out of, which is actually $4 less than what it cost me, right? I paid $60 for the game. Okay, I got 56 hours. So it came out to like a dollar an hour, a little, a little bit more than a dollar an hour for my time spent. And now I've gone over it, right? Because now they came out with the, with the patch. They've added a bunch of new stuff. It's more stuff than... I didn't have any expectations for the game myself personally. Everybody else that had expectations, that's on you, not on uh, not on uh, Sean Murray himself. If I say, you know, if I say that this piece of plastic here, okay, is the best piece of plastic in the world, okay, and then you go, well, I heard that 30 just said that piece of plastic can uh, stop uh, its x-ray vision. He can use it to x-ray vision, and then he gets the piece of It's just a fucking piece of plastic. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's, it's word of mouth. It's a bad game of telephone, and it goes much deeper uh into all this shit that's happening nowadays with fake stories fake stories all over facebook all over twitter there's these fake stories that people say that they think is real because it's out there and they don't vet check it and stuff like that and it's really hard to filter that as the consumer being on twitter and not being the actual publisher that makes these news sites so it's the publishers it's the news sites that hype this game up so much that it ruined the game for itself and then ruined the people's experience for when the game came out in my opinion uh that's the way i believe do you blame do you blame him do you do you at some level do you blame him personally web i i don't know really honestly i think here's what i think happened i think that the community um i don't think he blatantly like lied um, but I, I do think that he did hold a part in it getting a little bit out of right. hand. Um, because the thing is, think about it for a second. You're that, you're that small development team. You think you have a really good idea, which they did. Okay. And you start making it come to fruition. Okay. And the community is just going wild. Like they, they want to throw their money at you. They want this game in their hands like now. Okay. But you can't sit here and say that they did not know about all these things that were being said about their game. Like, I feel like the community hyped this game up a lot and they said things that maybe necessarily weren't true, but everybody kind of rode with it. Okay. Right. They didn't say it, they didn't now, say it wasn't true. They didn't, they didn't exactly. Right. Exactly. But think about it being Sean Murray. Okay. If I'm a game developer and I'm creating a game, and the community is saying, oh, my God, I can, you know, there's a possibility that I can meet someone or there's a possibility that I can that I can uh, play with someone or I can join someone as a co-op game or something. You know, because th these things were stirring up, not because of Sean Murray, but right. the community were, were stirring up these things. Don't you think, OK, that you'd probably want to step in 
and say something like to 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 calm that heat. You know what I mean? Because I feel like I feel like they okay because they thought they had a good idea. They were working on their game so hard, and then it just started getting talked about and talked about, and they were like, "Oh my god, this is getting hyped up. This is going to be a huge hit. Oh my god, guys, this is this is freaking awesome. Like everybody's talking about our game right now. This is crazy." Okay, I felt like it kind of it kind of boosted their ego to the point where they didn't feel like they had to come out and be like, guys, this game doesn't have multiplayer. Like, you probably won't find someone on any of these planets to play with. Like, he they did probably say that, felt though. like they didn't yeah, have to. He did yeah, say that. No, yeah. I know, I know, I know. But, but some of the other things yeah, yeah, as I, well. I feel like he maybe should have stepped out and kind of said, like, you know, to stop. Because I feel like the, the reason why there was such a disappointment was because these things got, they bottled up and they bottled up and they bottled up and no one came out and spoke against them. And I feel I, like that's the reason why it got, it became so controversial. I, I agree with you. I agree with you up to a point. I think, I think, and this is not, of course, completely my own theory. Okay. I do believe at some point he wanted to come out and say no. Right. Because Sony nobody, let him. nobody, nobody in that position wants to start off their, their development career with an IP and be called a liar. Okay. Yeah, I don't think yeah. you'd want, especially with that small a group that you want to be called a liar and know that you guys were just lying the whole time. I think that at some point he wanted to come out and tell them, I think at that point, the developer, the, the, uh, the publisher stepped in and told him not to. Right. That's my own personal thing because I don't really believe he wanted to do it. At some point, he knew what you just said that it got out of control. Yeah. And he, he they wanted to say it, and they didn't let him. And those because and those developers and stuff because you're going to sell. The developers and stuff they're they're thinking with a marketing mind, right? right? And they're thinking no, like no, no, let let this go crazy. Let this you know whatever. Right. We're going to make money. We're going to make sales. We're going to sell the shit out of this fucking game. Like don't say anything. Like. And and that and that could have happened. That's very true. Am I blaming Sean Murray? Hell no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not putting on the all the blame on him. But do I think that maybe someone or something should have maybe come out and and said a little bit of something about to to maybe not stop these rumors, but just to be like you know just to give us some transparency. I feel like there there should have been someone that might have stepped up and, and and done that. But am I blaming him? No, I'm not blaming him. He had a great idea. They were very anxious about it, trying to do something that had, you know, never been done before. And that's an awesome thing. I mean, you gotta, you gotta respect that. And you gotta, you know, uh, take pride in that in the gaming industry, because when people set out to do something different like that, you know, whether it's a success or not, it's like, look what they're trying to do, you know, like look what they're, they're trying to, to, to reshape and reform some of the ways that we think about games. So I mean, am I blaming him? Absolutely not. Do I think that something maybe should have been said about all the rumors that were being developed by the community? Probably, because the, I feel like that's why the, it was so big. But the problem with that, and, you know, Yaris in, in chat says the product, you can't mislead your customers. Your, uh, but at the same time, we sitting here are not put in a position where we are the, the, the captain of the ship and driving that ship, right? When, it, when, it, when it's happening and things are going on, if he answers those questions, if you say, does it have a multiplayer, right? And he says, uh, no, right? And then right after that, it's not going to be quiet. It's going to be, why? Why doesn't it have multiplayer, right? It's going to be other questions. Well, it doesn't have multiplayer because, and then it leads into more questions. And then it leads into more things. So most people, and this goes across all businesses, okay, across everywhere, even on the news when you watch people, politicians do it the best, okay? When you ask them a question, they kind of just sit there. 
and go, well, next question, please. They don't answer it. They don't say anything because if they say something, it leads up to follow-up questions, which then digs a deeper hole for them, okay? So they rather stay quiet, okay, and then ask for forgiveness later. Now, what he did, and now the game is out, and now they released a patch, he was dead silent except for when his Twitter got hacked or whatever happened. Yeah. We really don't know the, the situation there. But when he came back out and now the game the game is out and they release stuff, they fixed a lot of stuff. They made the game basically what everyone was hoping for, okay, from launch is now in the game right now. Didn't charge anybody. So if, you, if you're still a fan of the game, everything that you made up for yourself that was in the game is now actually in the game, okay? Now, to do on top of this, they cannot charge. This is my opinion and my my the way I look at it. They cannot charge for any DLC for the next one or two updates that they do, if they're going to charge at all. Okay, because yeah, what I they agree. did, they they scorched their fan base. But there's still a lot of people that like them. Like I have nothing against them, right? Like I said, I got my money's worth. I, I enjoy the game, but the next DLCs that come out, they have to do uh, right by the community to ask for that forgiveness for not. You know, for misleading the people, but it's all Sony. It's the big guys. If 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 No Man's Sky, Hello Games, didn't team up with Sony to make this game hyped up, and they were just a regular indie indie developer, and went to Kickstarter and got it fucking made by Kickstarter, we would not have this conversation right now. People people being misleaded or not, because it was only 17 people making a game that was astronomically big, and if they asked on Kickstarter, if they asked went through a, a funding site like that, we would be so much more. Uh, okay with sympathetic. it because sympathetic because the people that gave them the money to actually do it would be okay with whatever they're doing and they believe in them and there wouldn't be any haters because if you didn't pay for the money then you wouldn't have a say in it but because Sony's behind them it was almost like sellouts you did this because Sony did it and people already were on top of them going well if Sony's behind them they must be a great game blah 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 and they they made the hype up so much themselves and that was the reason it was this biggest downfall. Their biggest thing that they thought was going to help them actually destroyed their actual, almost their business. Their, credit, their, their, credit, their credibility. Right, because yeah. Sean Murray now could come out with another game five years from now, and it could be a great game, but people would be like, oh, that's the guy who made No Man's Sky. You know what I mean? That's just the way it is. So, all right. Any, uh, real quick, any questions in, in, uh, in, in Twitch world over here? If you guys have any questions for any of us, we'll ask answer a couple questions real fast, and then we're going to end the show because we're six minutes over but we were 27 minutes late so you know yeah, 20. <laughs> <laughs> let me check uh, let me check twitter real fast if anybody uh send me a questions on twitter you guys can always send your questions to gen underscore x underscore gaming on the twitter site um of course my there it is let me see anybody send a message there no and then let me check the other one i don't i don't actually i don't, I don't hate on on Sean Murray personally, I, I I just think he's in a bad. He was he was put in a bad position, and he tried to do the best he could for what what the position he was in. I mean, you want to succeed, you didn't want to bomb, right? You spent all that time, so he might he might have been one of those decisions. That we're gonna go with it because that, at least we're gonna at least we're gonna sell the copies, and at least we're gonna recoup, and at least we can continue on as opposed to destroying the hype, making it look like it was a complete fabrication, sell nothing, and the right. company completely folds up. See, that's, yeah. that's so that's so simple-minded, though, Sai. Uh, when you say that that's the guy who made the game, took the money, you know, and he lied to us all, there's more than just one person working on a game. There's 17 people, and then there's, I would say, double the amount of people that worked on that game that were on Sony's side that 
contracted them and made them do what they had to do because they're an indie developer. And we as we as consumers can't say anything against that really because we don't know. I don't know. You don't know. Unless you own a, a gaming company with 17 people that you're trying to get funding. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I just don't think it's as black as white as that. That that guy made the game, took our money, and he lied to us. Because there's a lot more than that. And I'll, it's, a, it's a big game of telephone. And from from one side of the story that we'll never know because it's between Sony and him uh, and and between everyone else, you know what I mean? It's it's a really bad game of telephone when the news actually hits us. But don't you don't you guys think at this point the pressure is really on a lot of developers to come out with a with a with a fantastic IP? The pressure is on. It's not like you can just come out with anything anymore. It's it's a very very competitive market. And to get a piece of the pie in order to stay afloat, in order for you to even make the next game, I think sometimes the developers are just put in these positions that they just can't get out of. I right. mean, is there? Let, let's let's go through the games. Do you guys know of any game? When you say triple A title, are you talking about a budget? Because I know a lot of games. There's a yeah, lot. Of, there's a that's... lot of time in a lot of these games. So what are we talking about when you say triple A title? Are, are we saying like certain class of a game? Um, I mean, like, how I think, many years they spent on it? I mean, because a lot of these games take a lot of time. I mean, a game, yeah. well, technically, again, a game you play today, a game you are playing right now, probably was started about five years ago. You well, know, it depends on how many people are working on the game. Well, look at Witcher 1 when it came out. Witcher 1, when it came out, wasn't a AAA title. It just wasn't. No, it was It was, It was. was a Sean Murray group of people making a new IP. Right. And they wanted to see if they did right. it. Right. And then by the time, by did. the by the time Witcher 3 came out, that's a AAA game. Even though it's by an indie developer, that's a triple A right. title. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So right. it, it, a triple A, triple A, uh, basically is by sales, right? Like, and and the publisher that does it, right? So Sony was a triple A a publisher, so backing this company made it a triple A game because they were they were backing it. It was an indie. Like I said, if Hello Games just stayed quiet and did it their old independent way, trying to fund the the game like through Kickstarter or private funding or whatever. They would have not got the the scorching of the of the pitchforks and torches like Frankenstein that, that they did it. I think I think you would need to go back. You would need to look at the history of the of the connection between Hello Games and Sony and see when they got involved with them. Maybe Sony got involved with them because they knew the hype train was big enough that they could actually make some money off them. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You don't. We don't know exactly when they got into into bed with them per se. Like when did they start backing them? Was it from the get go? Or was it from the IP and the well, slow build? It was back like, five years. Know. It was would, five we years. Would have to, right. We would have to go back and see when they got involved in order in order to prove the theory that we have of the, of the of the greedy corruption. I mean, if you look at a lot of indie developers like Darkest Dungeon, uh, Banner Saga, like all these little like games that are like, in my opinion, lot, like but, Banner but Saga but a is a triple A really game, good. but it's not though. You know what I mean? Yeah, but a lot of those games are really good. They're really fun. Yeah. They 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 are the epitome of what a game should be. It's a fun little niche of something you can get into and play and just sink your teeth into. Darkest Dungeon was hilarious, okay? Yeah. So many different variables, depending on what kind of characters you, you, you played through on. Very hard. It had a high learning curve. But, it, it didn't appeal to everybody, but no one was trying to say it was for everybody. But here's, here's another thing. A lot of people um, that bitched about No Man's Sky didn't even buy No Man's Sky. Like, they didn't even play it, right? Like... When on the on the on the podcast of Rage's Round Table, okay, me and Guardian got on it. He he hated it, but he never played it. And I was like, well, how do you have the thought process if you've never actually played it? You watching someone play it is completely different than actually playing the game and experiencing it yourself. 
And he was just one person of many people that are like that, where they were like, well, he lied to us. Well, did you buy it? No. Well, then you're not part of the conversation, right? You're not part of that conversation. You didn't get dicked over. You didn't get your hurt feelings because you spent $60 on the game you didn't like. That's the problem with, with, with society. And let's just touch on base one more time a little bit. We'll, we'll spend a little bit on this. What are you owed when you spend your money? What is the time frame? When I spend $60, $30, $40, $50 on a game, whatever it is, whatever type of game it is, if it's an indie game or if it's a AAA title, what is it, when does it end, where you feel entitled to what content comes out? Battlefield 1, and this is the example, Battlefield 1's coming out with DLC, free DLC next week. It's a single-player map that was in the campaign that is now coming out for multiplayer, and people are, like, losing their shit about it because they're like, well... Way to go, developers. I thought we were getting something original, not a map that's already played in the single player. Well, most people didn't play the campaign in single player because most people that buy that game don't play through campaign. So they wouldn't even know it's a single player campaign, a map from the single player, correct? And then they redeveloped it where they put different spots on it. So they did change it a bit from the single player. So what is it, and I'll, this is to you, what does it cost you? To feel like you're entitled to a never-ending game that you're always going to bitch about because they didn't exceed your expectations. You want to go first, Webski? Yeah, I mean, I just when when it comes to when it comes to sixty dollars, I don't I don't necessarily look at a time frame. I just look for a good and positive experience. If I if I felt good playing the game, if I felt like the experience that I had was was worth sixty dollars or thirty dollars or however you know much money the title was that you had. But to to complain about this, like what the hell, man? Like what? Like it's it's free DLC. Like who cares if it's in the game already? They're they're giving you another map to play. Like what what right. what's the free. big deal about that? And it's <laughs> free. free. Like right. what what is there to what is there to bitch about? Like I, I mean, I I don't know, man. I just don't get it. Like you can you can take every single player level in that game and give me a map for free and I'll be I'll be happy about that. Right. Why? Because it's just more maps for you to play. You know, like the same people that bitch about something like that are the same people that go into multiplayer and they're like, God, I fucking this map again. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then like, you know, exactly. it's like you could have exactly. had a fucking other one for free, if, you know, if you just didn't bitch about it. Like right. I just feel like we live in a very uh, we live in a very entitled society nowadays where it's give me, give me, give me, selfish, all about me, like I want now, now, now. And people just don't know how to respect something and and cherish something uh, that has value. And and I just, you know, I just think that's what it is. I mean, I think we live in a very, and it's not everybody. No, no, um, no, it's not everybody. But the millennials and, and people that are a little bit younger growing up in today's world, it's I just feel like a lot of people are just entitled. And... You know, uh, you know, they're coming out with one free map, and I can just hear people, oh, well, why not fucking three? Why can't you come right. out with, like, three maps? Or, like, right. <laughs> why can't you come out with, like, five maps? Or, you know, why can't, um, you know, why can't the map be bigger? Or why can't, you know, it's just like, dude, they're giving you a free map to play on. A free map to play on. A free map to enjoy from the single player, which you're right. They wouldn't fucking know unless it said it in a goddamn trailer. This is from the single player. And, and you know... Why be upset about that? I just, I don't know, man. I just don't get it. Like, just play the damn map and be happy that you got right. a free map without having right. to fucking pay for anything. Like, <laughs> I, you know? I, I, I'm on the side where I think that, once again, the, we are, gamers are older now. 
It's not like we stopped playing games after high school or college. We there are people playing games, these type of games, like me, and and thirty and other people. We play games as, as we're older. We we love we love the hobby. We love what it is. Okay, before when it was just kids playing games or kids in school playing games, you could say and do and advertise whatever you want because nobody knew shit. Right, exactly. right. They don't know shit. You know shit. All you know is the cool game. Some guys are shooting. Let's buy it. Mommy, mommy, I want it. Okay. Now you're an adult who makes conscious choices. You have your own income. And now you're trying to be sold by the same guys. They can't sell the same game to you anymore. They have to sell the game that you want to play. All right. So now it's got a lot more complicated. Okay. A lot more complicated. So what is the value? For me, so you're gonna start bitching about whatever you want to bitch about because I, I'm the guy now. I I have my voice. So, if a game is sixty dollars and you're an intelligent human being and you've been around for a little while and you know how much video games cost, you know that games should cost more. Period. Should, right. Okay. If you are an intelligent individual who has played video games for a long time, you know at this point that if you're paying the same amount of money you paid ten years ago, uh, there's something wrong. Everything yeah. else in the entire right. world my milk's gone goes up in, up price. in cost. Right. My milk, everything. my gas, everything's gone everything. up in price. Okay. But your video game magically stays the same. So in order not to disrupt the market to have people pull their hair out, say, fuck you, I'm not playing video games anymore, and destroy an entire market, they have to find new and inventive ways to get you to buy more into a game. Right. So DLC is one of them. Now, free DLC is a test market. A free DLC shows that whoever's going to download it and play it, if they are into it that much, that the next thing I come out with is paid for, will they buy that? Right? They like to test. It's all a test. When you have when 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 we are this connected and and the information is readily available to figure out what people are playing, like, what do you think achievements are for? Do you think it's for your own personal amusement? Right. No. They want to know how long you're playing the game for, right? This guy played the game long enough to get this achievement. That achievement takes at least 1,500 hours. He played our game 1,500 hours. Now, the next guy we play, the next time we play this game 1,500 hours, how can we sell this guy something in the 1,500 hours he's right. playing the game for? Right. What can yeah. we find that he's going to want to buy during those 1,500 hours that we can squeak out a little bit more money on? I'm sorry. Welcome to the earth. Okay? This is a business this, now. This earth? It is way beyond a hobby. This is a business. How do we milk the cow when the cow is empty? We have to find new ways. You synthesize are we going to cut milk. up the cow? Simple. Right. After we milk the cow, are we going <laughs> to cut it up and sell it as meat? Right. Then mm -hmm. we're going to cut off his feet and make it into makeup? How much can we get out of this cow? Right? Yeah. That's where we are. You guys can say whatever you want about cherishing your hobby, how much you love playing video games, but you are playing the same amount of money you paid 10 years ago. Can, Nothing's can, changed. Yeah. It's impossible. Can you and, imagine? And the, interesting, the interesting part about that, too, I read an article, and I don't have like the data or the, you know, the facts or right here in front of me, the numbers. Um, but going back to the point that you made about how everything, you know, eventually will go up in price, everything, you know, eventually goes up. Um, it's very true. And, and the article that I read talked about uh, actually how even though, like, you know, gaming has gone up, they've talked about how slow it's gone up compared to a lot of other things. And I thought that that was interesting because you have so many people that complain about like $60 being, you know, the price, the price point for AAA titles or just most titles that come out. And but when I read that article, it kind of took me back a little bit. And it's just interesting because, 
you know, there's a lot of other things, and I forget exactly what they were. I wish I could remember it off the top of my head. But they're saying how gaming has gone up in price, but it's just like at a such a slow climb and such a slow rate. So I, I don't know, man. I think we just need to appreciate, you know, the things that, that we have and, and not take things for granted. I mean, of course we need to voice our opinions and, and not on everything. Know, not on everything. But not on everything. Right. Yeah. And 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 when we feel gypped off or when we feel whatever, like there's a major issue, of course, voice your opinion. But sixty dollars for a game, people, I mean, come on. How many how long has this been a thing? You know, like I mean, it's just even you know, in even single player games where you don't even get a multiplayer experience, right. you're eight still hours. paying sixty bucks. Sixty bucks for eight you're hours still paying and you're done. Sixty bucks for those eight hours. Yeah. Right. But I can tell you, like I don't mind paying 60 bucks for The Last of Us. I don't mind paying 60 bucks, even though they have multiplayer. But let's right. be honest, it's mainly a single player right. game. You know, like I don't, I don't, I don't complain about that because the experience that I had was unlike any other that I've ever had. So when you get a good experience from a game, or like Sarge was saying, when you pour that 1,500 hours in a game, like a lot of Destiny players have, like. You know, obviously Bungie is doing something right. If you go on the Xbox Marketplace and you look at the most popular games in time play, Destiny is up there. Right. And, and you know, it's like one of those things. Obviously, they're doing something right. So let's just appreciate it. And when you get free shit, don't fucking complain about it because right. there's no reason to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, why? Why complain about stuff like that? Uh, you just 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 take it and, and accept it and just be grateful that they were willing to do because they could have easily said, OK, this is a map from the single player campaign. Five but it's bucks. like it's five bucks right you know they could have easily done that and they right. chose not to i so, i i look at it as the the free dlc from like i know it's 60 dollars for the for the game and then if you paid the premium edition or whatever you paid more but just them giving us a map and it's only for the pre-orders the people that pre-ordered right i think it's like a thank you right it's it's a one-up thing where instead of getting just hey pre-order now and you get you know this gun and this skin and this whatever else we're also later down the road, you're going to get this extra map a week earlier, two weeks early, whatever it comes out, right? And that's just another incentive for people. So it's like a thank you to the people. Hey, thanks for pre-ordering. You were going to pre-order anyway. Here's another free map to play a week early on stuff. I have no problem with that. I have no problem if they did charge for the map. If they just didn't, yeah. if they didn't give us this map right now and they just put it into the season pass later and I had to pay additional $50 for the season pass, if I like the game, okay... I'm gonna buy the I'm gonna buy the season pass. I'm gonna buy the extra other stuff. I'm never ever going to complain. And I spent almost two hundred dollars on Destiny. I complain about the DLC because I don't think it's long enough. But I don't complain about it because they're like, oh, fucking SRL racing, fuckers. Why didn't they give me a different? No, I'm like, oh well, SRL racing. It's it's nice, but I'm not gonna play it because it's not entertaining enough for me. You know what I mean? Like, think about it. Grand Theft Auto has been giving free shit out for a year, three years, three years. Okay. I, I guarantee if someone ever just if I heard someone go well fucking Grand Theft Auto I wish they gave us more I just I just punch you in the face I would fly to your house and punch you in the face because that's ridiculous they give you three years of free content and people still bitch about well they could have gave us Vice City oh they could have gave <laughs> us it's like shut up yeah we're the, most people are entitled now so yeah sixty dollars for me is a sixty dollar game a forty dollar game is a forty dollar game you know and if I put the money if it's a shitty game. Like uh, Battleborn, right? Battleborn is shitty in everyone's eyes, but I've put in enough hours in there to get my money's worth, and I'm not, I'm not sad about it. It's a, it's actually a pretty good game, and there's a lot of replay value in it in the single player uh, realm. So I'm not really disappointed. I think as a consumer, uh, instead of going, I want that game because some guy played on Twitch and I think it looks cool. 
I think as a consumer, young or old, you have to take it in and go, is this a game that I would like? Uh, is this a game that's going to give me enough playtime? Uh, and if it doesn't hit one of those two categories, then you probably shouldn't buy that game because you would save yourself a whole shit ton of uh, disappointment and uh, dissatisfaction, right? So, all right. That does it for this week's episode of Generation X Gaming, episode 67. Uh, it was a clusterfuck in the beginning. We finished strong. Uh, you guys can follow us. You can follow me at 30 and Still Gaming on Twitter. You can follow Sarge on Sarge McCluskey. You can follow Websky on, on also uh, on Twitter as the exact same as Websky as uh, Twitch. Is that correct, Paul? Yep, same yeah. thing. Yep. Yeah, so I didn't put his Twitter thing there. And also, please follow uh, Websky. Uh, he is starting to stream more. So please give him a follow uh, if you appreciate it. You can catch Websky uh, and myself on the Rages Round Table on Monday nights as well on the other podcasts at 8.30 p.m. Eastern with Guardian Outpost and Say No to Rage. We appreciate it if you give those guys a follow too. And uh, you can watch any of our channels. Websky hosts, I host. Absolutely. So it doesn't matter who you follow. If you want to watch that podcast, you can come into any of our channels and watch it. Um, yeah, my my channel has has no video, just me bitching for an hour and a half. Yeah, about just Sarge you're... bitching about <laughs> other people, right? So, <laughs> I apologize for the uh, the the audio issues in the beginning of the show, but I hope you guys enjoy it. If you guys enjoy, it, please follow me. Uh, please follow the show on Twitter as well as Gen underscore X underscore Gaming. Uh, and in about half hour at eleven o'clock, I'll go live again. Uh, I'll be playing Borderlands pre sequel tonight. So if you guys want to watch some of that gameplay, me Sarge and Judge Dread will be playing. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you guys on the next one. Have a good one, guys. Take care, guys. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.